down to business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi, and uh, I got my blackjack gum here, and I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. Oh, you. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? Anybody move, I'll blow your fucking head off. And the medic gets up and says, oh my god. I'm your huckleberry. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Bowling, this calls for the old Billy Barul. That's a huge bitch! The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's over, Johnny. It's over! Nuclear heat graphics. Nuclear graphic designs of nostalgic horror. Have such sights to show you. Wrestling. You, Hulk Hogan, must self-destruct. Retro cartoons and entertainment. A fellow chucker, eh? Portraits, customized posters, fan posters, and so much more. Nuclear graphics.com. Art makes us human. Oh, yeah. What is going on, everybody? It's Saturday night. Uh, quick shout out right away to everyone in the chat room hanging out with the Hollywood Hangout. And, of course, Anthony hanging out with me. What is up, Anthony? Come on, bro. What's going on, chat? Oh, man. It's been one of those weeks, man. One of those weeks. Glad to be doing this, though. This is always nice, relaxing, a chill time. We can, uh, you know, relax, talk about, uh, talk about Paige and, that we're actually not going to talk about a porn movie. I mean, I'm sure we will, but we're not going to talk about them right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, definitely appreciate everybody joining us. You know, it's Saturday. It's late. So, uh, appreciate everybody hanging out with us. And, um, I don't know, man. What have you been up to this week? I was looking forward to double teaming. You know, I had a whole little routine <laughs> going set up for you and then you just kind of killed that dead, bro. I, I had my notes ready, prepared. I, I had oh. a lot of material, and you just, we're going to focus on an actual movie, huh? Well, I mean, we can double-team Paige. It's just, I mean, it's so easy to do. You know, it's just like, you know, all you got to do is talk to her. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> but I got first. I, I, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I can't go in second. I can't. Oh, That's just a personal rule for me, man. I, I, wait, wait, I, I got to go first. So you got to leave me with seconds. <laughs> we're just gonna have to take different holes. That's all. All right. Uh, you, you can always work the camera, bro. What do you think I am, Brad Maddox? <laughs> Jesus Christ! There is a nice little uh, reference in this movie around the end, though, to the uh, yeah to the Page movies. Um, <laughs> and to yeah, one of that, them, that had to be a rock ad lib, I swear. And to Vince Vaughn, resembling Brad Maddox in certain ways. <laughs> I mean, the hair, you know. The I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's definitely going to be a. Uh, ooh, we have to try to keep on the movie. Um, honestly, uh, did, the fuck was that? Jesus Christ! Shit falling in my house. Um, honestly, this was this, this, this movie really, uh, obviously we're doing fighting with my family, the movie, um, the rock did on, uh, Paige's life and the, her family's life. Really? Um, what I noticed in this movie is two things. One, the really the main focus on this movie is the fact that her brother wasn't happy with her when she made it. And the second part of this movie that I really found disturbing, and I don't know if The Rock meant to do this, but it really put uh, Paige's parents in the light of money-grubbing, cash-grabbing motherfuckers. Well, they did, I mean, come on, they did work in the wrestling business their whole life. I get it. I get it. (laughs) But... This movie really made them out to be sort of pieces of shit. I mean, it really did. I'm not sitting here. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, really, it really made them out to be pieces of shit that all they wanted to do was make as much money off her name as they could. Even starting from, yeah, yeah, like starting from what, like age 12. Yeah, they were yeah. picking that girl out. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> she exactly. did. And the funny thing, they kind of portray it as like, she watched it, but she really wasn't a fan, but her brother was the hardcore fan. So, yeah, they they did kind of portray it that they kind of pushed her into it, where she wasn't really a diehard fan growing up. She just kind of like, well, this is the thing my family do, so I guess I got to kind of do it. Right. We'll play that clip, and that, that's exactly what she kind of says. But And, yes, B-Megs, I realize they're carnies, but, I mean, you make money off the marks, not off your family, man, and it just... This movie really put him in that light. And again, I don't know if The Rock meant to put him in that light, but if you really pay attention to the movie, I think they come off as, I mean, they're the funniest people in the movie, but they're also the shittiest people in the movie too, you know? And and, and I wonder if The Rock also intended to show us what Seamus would look like off the gas. My uh, God. And <laughs> did I... I, I honestly barely picked his accent was so not there in yeah, that one really scene. We'll, 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 trust me, folks, we're going to get to all this. That I have way more clips than I thought I would, but a lot of them go two scenes, and that's why. Um, some not a ton of dialogue in this movie. Lots of wrestling, lots of stuff. But um, uh, crack my first beer of the night here. Take a sip. Swig a beer for the Hollywood hangouts. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, oh! When it when it starts to hit the organs, it's so good. It's so fucking good. Oh, mm, mm. okay, I'm all right now. Jesus, I felt like 
That must be how Paige feels when a guy says hi to her. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I guess we'll get into a few of the actors here. Um, honestly, there's not a ton of actors to bring up in this movie. We're going to really fly through this. Um, Nick Frost plays the father, Ricky Knight. Uh, I got to be honest. I don't know a lot of these actors because a lot of them are, a lot of them are British actors. Um, so Nick Frost hasn't done a ton, really hasn't done much I've heard of, to be honest with you. Uh, he was in Shaun of the Dead. Um, and that was pretty much the only movie I've ever heard of that he was in. So he did play the dad. He's a big guy. Played pretty good, I guess, at the role. Uh, Lena Headey. Hetty. Hetty. Name's Hetty. Did you ever see Blazing Saddles? Of course. It's Headley. Anyway, uh, Lena Headey plays Julia Knight or Soraya, sweet Soraya, as she called her, called herself in the movie. Um, and <laughs> Florence Pugh, who I've never heard of her either until this movie, to be honest with you. But she's done a few things. Again, not much I've ever heard of. Um, I don't know. I'm sure a few people have heard of her. I know she was in The the Commuter, which was a uh, Liam Neeson movie, action movie. And I know mm. she was in that, but that's it. Um, by the way, I know you're going to be sad, but because this movie was all in the UK, I didn't find one fucking NYPD Blue reference. Uh, I'm sure you tried your best. Oh, trust me, I did. Um, meanwhile, Florence Pugh, though, played a very, very good, convincing page. I would agree with that. I mean, we'll kind of get to it as we go along. Mm-hmm. The only thing I didn't kind of like was that end, ending uh, promo she did, because they kind of took a little bit of creative license with Paige's debut. I thought that was kind of goofy. Yeah, I, I, I knew I should have pulled. I'll pull up that promo as we're going through, or if we take a break or something. I'll, I'll get that promo, the real promo pulled up. Uh, yeah, we so, should do like a comparison, like, you know, the real promo with the real page and a fake one. We will. We will. Um, <clears throat> but basically, uh, let's see. Actually, we, we've got a couple actors to go through here. Uh, Jack Loudon played her brother, Zach, in this movie. And very good. Very I like good. That. Yeah, he another actor who hasn't done a ton of stuff that I recognize. Uh, these are all movies over in the UK, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, but we have Vince Vaughn playing what they call a fictitious character in this movie. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. This other, I, I, this, I like to think that uh, he was the Johnny Ace. No, movie. this was Bill G- DeMott. Giving, giving, out, giving out the bad news and shit. <laughs> this was the Bill DeMott, bro. This was the Bill DeMott, in my opinion. No, 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 no. No jelly donuts. Oh. were harmed in the making of this film. No. I didn't see one Jelly Donuts by, so I refused to believe he was playing D- Bill DeMont. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess you could say a little bit of both. He was just sort of playing kind of a little half and half there. Um, this was too nice to be play a Bill DeMont role. <laughs> well, it's uh, kind of nice. There's some parts where he's kind of a dick, but we'll we'll get through all that. But, uh, yeah, Vince Vaughn is in this movie. I mean, uh, come on. Do I have to even? I mean, Vince Vaughn has been in so many fucking movies. Um, fucking Wedding Crashers, Dodgeball, 
what am I thinking? Old school. I made mean, men. Made just move. Oh, dude, great fucking movie. Great underrated movie. He was was it? Well, he was in uh, Swingers too, wasn't he? I think he was. Why did this go to producer? I want actor, motherfucker. Here we go. Was he in Swingers? I don't know. I don't see it. Here, hold on. Control F S W. No, doesn't look like it. Yes, he was. He was Trent. Oh, yeah. And I mean, he's done so many movies. Made though is the movie you were thinking of. Him and um, John Favreau. John Favreau, the guy with the fuck. Uh, yeah, that's who it was. Him and him and uh, John. Oh, Favreau. oh, the um, the Summerfest dude. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That's Jeremy Pivens. Oh. That's they look alike for some reason to me. Uh, John Favreau was much bigger and has cauliflower ears from actually doing MMA. Um, so not not really. Jeremy Pivens is sort of a pipsqueak uh, compared to uh, John Favreau. But um, you know, Vince Vaughn probably the besides The Rock is probably the most known actor in this movie. Obviously, The Rock is in this movie. Um, doesn't have a huge role. I actually thought he would have a bigger role in this movie, but he didn't have that giant <clears throat> of a role. Um, now I guess what, how The Rock, now this film is actually based off of a documentary The Rock was watching while he was filming Fast and, uh, I think it was Fast Six over in the UK when they were in London. Uh, and he saw this movie on television and immediately called up Stephen Merchant, who is the uh, actual uh, writer, direct director and writer of this movie, and they worked on this movie together. These two were also in The Tooth Fairy together. Uh, and Stephen Merchant is in this movie as, a, as Hugh, which I don't remember a Hugh in this movie. I probably wasn't looking. But um, he definitely was in this movie also. But that's kind of how this came together, and that's where he was like, wow, this would make a great movie movie so the rock gave him a call and put this all together and uh you know he was one of the producers the rock was one of the producers of this movie obviously uh along with um a couple other people which i don't have sitting here but uh i know the rock was one of them and uh you know we had seen tons of these things while watching wwe and all that so we sort of knew what to expect but this movie wasn't horrible in my opinion it was decent i don't know what i mean overall what did you think Anthony? um overall some decent performances like the uh was it nick frost very mm. impressed with his acting ability um for the most part the uh florence hugh pew that uh plays Paige, uh, she did pretty well for herself right and like, and like, and like i said it it wasn't the greatest thing i ever said ever saw but it wasn't as bad when you look at most wrestling movies, this is, I will put this on a high end. Right. And, and this was a United Artist movie with basically WWE dis- distribution behind it. Um, and this was the first movie United Artists has put out in a decade. I don't know if you knew that. Oh. Yeah. They've, this is the, uh, in close to a decade, the first film released by United Artists in close to a decade. Yep. So yeah. nice, uh, nice outing for them. Nice outing. Yeah, been a long fucking time, but yeah, this is pretty, uh, no, definitely good. Definitely, like I said, it is a WWE Studios movie that, of course, gets popped up in there. Um, 
And I guess we can go ahead and, like I said, there's not a ton of actors they focus on in this movie. Um, really, I think, like I said, I think the movie focuses more on the brother than a, than than most things in this movie. It's really not a movie about Paige. It's a movie about Paige's brother, if you really, it, and her shitty parents. <laughs> uh, Megs, how many WWE films have you guys reviewed? I guess this would be the third, technically, if you want to call. Well, we did, we did the, what was that one? Countdown with Dolph yeah. Ziggler. <laughs> that was, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was awful, but I love that movie. <laughs> It was awesome. I mean, come uh, on, man. Look, you you can't beat fucking Rusev in his wrestling gear pulling out a gun. (laughs) You got you you got you got Kane as the pissed off uh, police chief, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you got Dolph Ziggler as the uh, the the rebel cop as the badass. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) Dolph Ziggler is basically playing uh, Bruce Willis in that movie. Uh, We've done that movie. I, I. can you call the Ultimate Warrior one a WWE Films movie? It's not WWE Studios, not really. Nah, it's a documentary. <sighs> then this plus, is, they, uh, they plus had all the real people involved, so it's not really a movie per se. All right, so this is our second. And um, honestly, I think, yeah, this probably was a little better. I mean, it's hard to judge a stupid action movie and a documentary-style film like this. You know, kind of hard to put them side by side, but I would say this was better. Oh, no, wait a minute. This would be our third if you want to count uh, No Holes Barred. We did No Holes Barred. Yeah, but again, that wasn't even WWE Studios. It wasn't even a WWE back then. That was WWF. Yeah, Yeah, but don't worry. We will bring plenty more shitty wrestling movies to your your, uh, audio ears. Absolutely, we will. We'll bring as many shitty wrestling movies as we can to you guys. Yeah, I mean, what? You got the chaperone. Ambrose has been in a couple. Uh, Orton's been in a couple. <laughs> you know what? I saved one on my Hulu the other day that I didn't really. Inside Out is one with uh, Triple H in it. And Michael Rappaport. <laughs> I actually started watching it. Uh, I never finished it. But it was. <laughs> you got to watch that one, Box. Inside Out with Mike, uh, Michael Rappaport's in that movie? Yes. Holy shit. I like him. Yeah, I'm a big Rappaport fan. Yeah, yeah, he's a little crazy, but that's kind of why I like him. <laughs> Huge baseball fan. Him and Jim Brewer go back and forth on those on that baseball shit all the time, dude. Mm-hmm. Now let me now let me ask you something. Uh, Rock's been uh, doing the Hollywood thing for a number of years now, and he's developed a pretty good actor. Mm-hmm. It's fair to say, right? Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. Kind of typecast, but yes. Now, how did you like this movie where it, it, it was almost like he was playing a fictionalized version of a fake character plus himself? Like, it was, it, they kind of like had him playing like back and forth. You got Shades of the Rock. You got Shades of Dwayne Johnson. What'd you like? The, it was almost like a movie within a movie type of deal whenever he was on screen. Yeah, it was kind of like a movie within a movie because he was kind of playing himself, but but acting like he was trying to play himself. Yeah, it was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was weird for him because he's you know he has to play like how do I play myself? That's got to be a little weird. I definitely agree with that. So, yeah, and definitely, I definitely have that part on here with the. Uh, I mean, I know we saw a ton of it, but I've got the whole part. So. 
you know, we've seen it a ton of times, but I'm sure everybody else, everyone wants to hear it again, I'm sure. sure. Yes. Oh, uh, I know what I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. In terms of uh, how they portray, like, what it takes to be a WWE superstar, because <laughs> I'm sorry, for some reason, the sight of Vince Vaughn breaking down heels and baby faces, and you're going to go to NXT developmental, and from there, we're going to evaluate to see if you have what it takes to make it to the main roster. What did you think about how they portray, like, what it takes to become a WWE superstar it with the training it, and all that kind of stuff? Do you think that was pretty accurate, pretty fair? First of all, it made it seem like a reality show, number one. Number two, all the shit on the beach reminded me of that, uh, what was it, Broken Skull Challenge, like Steve Austin's television show with all the obstacle courses out there. So basically not an accurate portrayal of what it takes to become a pro wrestler. No, I believe this is more what the reality show would be like if you wanted to actually become a trained wrestler, which we've seen what that tough enough shit does. It, everyone gets fired and Mandy Rose shakes her ass. Beautiful. I mean, I love it, but that's pretty much what happens. Um, yeah, I, it was, first, first of all, let's just go ahead and say it. Vince Vaughn was actually not a good choice for this character. I really don't think it was. I mean, you, Danny DeVito would have been a better fucking pick for this character. I don't know, man. This is one of those roles. I mean, I guess they wanted somebody with some name recognition. But to me, if you wanted to go that authentic route, I don't know. Pick somebody behind the scenes to give it that extra layer of realism that would honestly know what to look for, what to ask, how to portray, what it Basically, to be an evaluator of talent. Like, before they got released, you could have threw in, like, a Dean Malenko in that role or an Arn Anderson. I thought that would have been fucking awesome oh, if they had somebody like Arn Anderson in that role. Mm, that would have been great, but I think they were just trying to get away from using as many real wrestlers as they could. I mean, if you see, they basically, they're extras in the movie, the, the, the fucking wrestlers. Only one that's not an extra in the movie that actually wrestles is Zelina Vega. Pretty much. Everything else we see is television shit. Yeah. But the only- and, did you, and did you notice how, like, I, I don't know how they did it, but I guess they um basically, they had her playing uh, AJ Lee, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. And they would show close-up shots, but then, like, you would hear AJ's voice cutting the actual promo. Mm-hmm. And they just wouldn't show it. And, <laughs> and right. when they did show it, they would basically have her reciting the same shit, but you could tell it wasn't the same voice. Right, and uh, for that scene, the girl in the ring, basically Florence Hughes stunt double, was Tessa Blanchard. You could see it when she did the side scream that yeah. it wasn't Florence Pugh. That was that that was Tessa. Yeah, yeah. She had, plus she out of nowhere just got a little taller, a little thicker. I'm like, what? A little taller, a little thinner, and her jaw got a little larger. The chin, the chin expand, extended another couple inches. But yeah, yeah, it was yeah. some suspect uh, editing in this movie at <laughs> different points. Yeah, it was. And also, everyone knows A.J. Lee was played by Zelina Vega. And what they did is they filmed that scene. And once again, that's the end of the movie. I know we're kind of Tarantinoing this shit, but don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get to everything. Um, they did this after a Raw. They filmed that after a Raw. Um, I'm going to read the whole thing. This is from IMDb. During filming of the WWE wrestling scene between Paige and AJ Lee, fans kept chanting CM Punk. Uh, in response to the chants, Dwayne, the, obviously The Rock, 
called CM Punk on his phone in the middle of the ring and left a voicemail telling Punk that 15,000 fans were chanting his name at the Staples Center. Backstage, Triple H was said to be seething <laughs> at Punk's non-approved, non-pre-approved mention, reportedly telling audio technicians, cut his mic, cut his mic. Uh, doesn't he realize we're in a lawsuit with this guy? Uh, uh, then it says Rock was obviously annoyed because he was heard telling a crew member, crew member, they better not cut my mic. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, be like, come on, man. Like, well, you will cut the Rock's mic. No shit. After yeah. that, they sent out a referee to tell him to stop. And um, basically. And the Rock just laid. I remember this, too. The Rock yep. laid. Like, the fuck you want to do to me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically, the Rock later said, I work off instinct. You always listen to the people and try to give them something special. Huge positive feedback from fans. Fun night. Rock doesn't care what those people say, dude. He does it for the reasons he does it. And he's right, dude. If they're sitting there screaming it, give them what they want. For once in the in WWE, the fans got what they wanted. Yeah. That's how it used to be. Yeah. So, uh, and, you know, obviously they had to cut out all the AJ Lee scenes and everything. There were more. AJ Lee scenes there from what I heard from what's in this thing. But uh, there you go. That would have been awesome to have been in the Staples Center that night when they were filming this. That would have been really cool. And he did that. It would have been fucking awesome, to be honest with you. So I don't know, man. You want to go ahead and start getting into this fucker? Yeah, let's break it down. All right. Let's go ahead and get into it. Um, basically, let's see. here. Let me get into this a little bit. Let me hit play. And basically, you know, it starts off, like I said, with you know, WWE Studios. And it starts out with basically they're watching wrestling. Um, the first person we see watching wrestling, again, it shows the brother who was a little more into it. A young Zach here um, watching the, the Rock win the title. And here we go. I'm going to go ahead and start this. Let me hit that. Let me hit that. Let me hit this and we'll go ahead and get right into the first scene here where the rock is winning the title i believe this was king of the ring let's see it had to be 2000 2000 i was sorry there we go i know it was king of the ring because i can see it over his shoulder but uh here we go Okay, so two things we get in this scene, the reason I wanted to play it. Number one, we get the fact that her brother's a huge fan and a fan of The Rock, which, whatever. Uh, number two, we actually get to see the first view of where Paige got her name was from the Rose McGowan character on the TV show Charmed. Paige. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I don't think I ever knew or cared to know that, but now I know that. Yeah. Now, uh, Alyssa, Alyssa Milano. I never watched it, but she was on that show, wasn't she? She was on that show. Uh, mm. uh, Shannon Doherty, I believe, was on that show for a little while. I think she was actually <clears throat> replaced by Rose McGowan. And um, I forgot the other one name. Um, it was the blonde chick, uh, A Simple Rules, and uh, Big Bang Theory. Uh, Kaylee Kuko. Oh. I think she was the one in like towards the end, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, nice. Like the second half. Nice boobs. Yes. Nice boobs. Um, anyway, I'm going to play a little more of this scene because it goes right into how great 
her parents were. Uh, let's go ahead. I'm watching that. I want to watch Charm. No, give me the remote. No. Oh. Give it Give it to me. Get Come on. Off, give it here. Get off. Zach, what the bloody hell do you think you're doing? You really want to choke her out in a lot of things? Yeah. Now pull it tight. Oh, oh yeah. Now she's in trouble. You feel it? You feel what it is cost? going on? He's choking me. What are you going to do about it? Pause. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, uh, if Chris Benoit were alive today, these are the kind of life lessons he would be giving his kids. Uh, I just wanted to point that out. Ouch. <laughs> See, if you want to choke him out, son, you got to put your thumb right there. That's what they taught me in the dungeon. Yeah, exactly. Um, and right here, they're actually convincing her to have a match. That's literally what they're doing. This girl is 13 years old, and they're convincing her to have a match. Jesus. <laughs> now, Bob, if that were you, you know, since this guy is clearly, clearly a father of the year candidate, you know, mm-hmm. with it being Father's Day and all. Mm-hmm. If you had a kid, you know, you do have kids. If you had a ran in on the scene, what would your reaction be? Let go of your sister. <laughs> you hit her. I want to hit you. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? You don't put your hands on women. Don't do that. That's what. That's my reaction. Not, oh, if you really want to choke her out. <laughs> no. No. Uh, but once again, let's, let's listen to how wonderful these parents are once again, just, you know, trying to con their 13-year-old daughter into doing a match just to make a little extra money here. Choking me. <gasps> what are you going to do about it? Oh, hold on. Here we go. Oh. Hey, Soraya. You don't have to look pretty today, princess. Yeah, but she's not just pretty on the outside, is she? In there is a heart of gold. Mm. Do anything for anyone. What are you two dickheads after? Babe, I am a girl down for the under-18s no. match. I don't want to be a wrestler. I love the buzz, darling. It's like coke, crack, heroin combined. Have you done coke, crack and heroin? Not combined. Well, if I have to give refunds, <laughs> I am buggered six ways till Sunday. I need you to do this for your family. Do you understand? No, Dad, I can't wrestle some random girl. I'll screw it up. Well, if you're wrestling me. So the little brother actually dresses up like a pink ranger-ish character. Yeah, yeah. A lot of issues going on in this family, clearly. Um. Yeah, <laughs> clearly, clearly. But uh, after a few minutes of the match, he does get into the match and, of course, starts doing just wonderful. Um, actually, I... I I'll bet this little girl actually looks a lot more like Paige than the than Florence Pugh does. Um, you know, I bet this is what Paige looked like as a little girl. To be honest with you, pretty close at least. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she starts beating her brother's ass literally in the ring. Crowd's going nuts. What little crowd there is, but she does the scream. <sighs> I don't think she was doing the scream back then. You but, don't think so? No. <laughs> Hair flip. Um. But we go right, we, we fast forward a little bit. We're with this, and now we're at Florence Pugh, and she's uh, 18 years old at this point. So we fast forward five years, and uh, she's wrestling her mom in the ring, which we all have heard stories and know that uh, she does and has wrestled her mother many, many, many times. Yeah. So, you know, definitely, a, a, and it does say a true story right there. So there you go. And her brother comes out to the ring. And boy, this kid that played her brother, very good, but wow, kind of skinny. Uh, Zach the Zodiac is her brother. 
Um, and the whole family's in the ring wrestling at this point. You know, it's just a little tiny show. Uh, what was the name of the company there? Uh, World Association Wrestling? Yeah. 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 That's the name of it. But I guess it's still running today. Yeah. Now, let me ask you something, Box. Mm-hmm. Up until this point, and like I said, uh, Florence Pugh's been doing pretty fairly well as Paige. We can both agree on that. Yeah. But they kind of portray Paige as being like very timid and innocent and all shucks and gee golly gee. Given what we know about the real Paige, how, <laughs> how accurate do you think this portrayal is? Cause they kind of pl- portray as like being like very like soft spoken and innocent and yes sir and no sir. Um, do you think that the real Paige is like this coming up? Probably coming up, yes. It's usually those very polite, nice little girls that when they get of age and are away from their parents go insane. So, so you don't think you don't think this is too far off from the real page initially? Probably not. Probably not. Like I said, dude, it's those quiet little ones that as soon as they get a little freedom, they're like ah. they make sex tapes and get <laughs> yeah. bust loads on belts and <laughs> all that yeah, type of shit. Pretty much. Oh, pretty much exactly what's uh, what's going on. But that that that's probably exactly what's going on. But uh, the next scene we go to uh, is where they're actually calling. I mean, they've obviously, again, again, this shows what shit people the parents are. They're not calling to try to get themselves on there. They're calling to get their kids in WWE. You may say, oh, well, that's just parents being good parents. These parents aren't, and they show it a little more throughout the movie. Here we go. World Wrestling Entertainment, Hutch Morgan's office. Hello, my darling. It's Ricky Knight calling again. Ricky. Ricky Knight. I'm calling from the World Association of Wrestling out of Norwich. Where? Norwich. Norwich. It's a a mustard capital of England. You've heard of England, didn't you? You hit Greenland and take the right. (laughs) What's this regarding, sir? I sent Mr. Morgan a tape of my kids, Zach Zodiac and Brittany. Hello? Yeah, well, in the ring, I'm Brittany, and out of the ring, I'm Soraya. That's because in the ring, I'm Soraya. You might have heard of me, sweet Soraya Knight. You still there, love? I am. Mr. Morgan will contact you if necessary. Thanks for calling WWE. Do you know if he watched the tape? Is she, she hung up? I don't know. What a dick. All right. So there you go. Once again, just trying to get the kids and make as much money as they can. But um, you know what's scary? What? Uh, we can make jokes and stuff because this is just a movie. Mm-hmm. But from what I've read and heard and on uh, other podcasts about like <laughs> Paige's family situation, it's a lot darker and a lot worse than what the movie portrays. <laughs> yeah, I kind of a lot of fucked up shit going on with this family. <laughs> yeah, I tried to look into some of it. It's not. I didn't find much. I don't know if it's been scrubbed or what, but I can't find a lot on this family. More on page. I don't know if maybe they, because this movie was coming out, they did some work, but can't find a lot. But um, the next scene we go to in this movie is they're actually passing out flyers for wrestling. And, of course, she meets up with the uh, the three mean girls who sort of portray the girls she meets in NXT coming up in the movie later. It's almost sort of a foreshadowing of the kind of girl she's going to be up against. You know, I think that's what they were going for, at least. 
So why don't we just play that little scene where, you know, these three girls, mean girls, run into her. Oh, I have to do this first. Have you ever been to see live wrestling? No. Well, can I ask why not? Because I'm not a child or a moron. <laughs> you should come. Yeah, you should see her. She's really good. But she's a girl. Oh, God, is she not? No, I am. Is this like your, your costume? No, this is me. Wow. Oh, wait, I know you. You're from that weird family, aren't you? We're not weird. Yeah, her brother was on the news. Didn't he do something mental? Isn't he in jail? <clears throat> you should come tonight. It'll be really fun. We don't like wrestling. How do you know if you've never been? I've never had rectal bleeding before, but I'm pretty sure I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> How about I shove her head up your ass and then we can find out? Make, make, it kind of made sense, you know, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> can make anything make sense, Box. Yeah, but I know it's Paige sitting there and, you know, it did the lip ring, the long black hair. And, of course, they had to bring the whole, oh, my God, you are a girl, right? No, and, and, and I'll say this. that The one thing <laughs> that kind of, like, depressed the fuck out of me is you look at Paige when she first came into wrestling. Pretty attractive woman. Had a, had only distinctive look. Had a unique look. Right. I will probably say since about... She was the first person to come along since probably about Lita. Since Lita, they had like that very distinctive look about her that made her stand out from everybody else. And yeah. then once she started getting the fucking Botox and the lip injections, mm-hmm. the fake tits and everything that was special about her, like went away. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? I, 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 that offended me more than the sex tape shit. <laughs> yeah, because it was just it was unnecessary. Like. You know, like I know you don't like Carmella, but the same shit. Like these chicks destroying their bodies before they're thirty. Paige's oh, yeah. not even thirty yet. And it's like it's over. Yeah, and I feel bad for Carmella because now they made a joke out of her, which means they're close to done with her. And yep. she basically ruined her whole face for this company. Yeah, but and she wasn't a bad looking woman pre. You know, neither one of them. And it's sad, man. It's just sad to see. Yeah, I I I agree, man. But. um you know, we go. They're they're driving around in the van. They're picking up kids, and Zach is training the kids. And you know, kind of a nice little moment in the movie. They even they even start training the blind kid. Oh yeah, I, I want I, I, <laughs> I wanted Jim Cornette's thoughts on this immediately. You did blind watch, kids trying to do a moonsault and shit. <laughs> you did watch the end of the movie, right? Yeah, where actually that guy became a professional wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he made it, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> it, it was just kind of funny. <laughs> I found this part funny, too. kind of think this was another rib on Paige. I'm going to go ahead and play it. Phone Nelson. Break. Hey, have you got a stiffy? Oh, it's not my fault. Oh. It does what it wants. Yeah, well, tell it not to. Just, just pretend it's not there. No. Oh, hey, it's 50 press-ups now, mate. What? For having a sniffy? No, for getting turned on by my sister. How desperate are you, mate? Come oh, oh, on, let's go. Let's go. One, two, two till it's gone. Three, four. Not a stiffy. Yeah. Hmm. Getting a stiffy in the ring, holding page. That's what Wood said. I believe Brad Maddox said the same thing. It's just, <laughs> it's just there. Pretend it's not there. And she's like, I can't. 
But, uh, oh, shit. Um, this is almost like uh, Cum Bubbles 3, Buck. Almost, dude. Close to it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, I just thought that was a little, another little kind of rib on the, um, on the whole page situation. I think they were, cause I mean, you gotta remember when this movie was announced, it was like, That's when yeah, it was like the heat of the page movies coming out. You know, these, they, they were first coming out and I think the movies almost like the same time these two were announced. We, they were announcing the rock was working on this and those sex tapes of page were coming out pretty much at the same goddamn time. So. But uh another little part in this movie, though, I found funny. I wanted to go ahead and play the scene is where her dad is talking to one of the wrestlers, one of the Union Jacks, actually. Um, I don't recognize this guy, and I he's not a wrestler. But uh it's just just was a funny part where he's asking him if he'll take different moves from different objects, like a trash can lid and a bowling ball. So what the hell? Just a, let me ask you, mate. Um, listen, Glenn wants to know. If you will take one of these from the face. I don't know. What's it like? Yeah? Stinks, isn't it? Alright. Glenn. Hello, mate. Yeah, here, do it. What? <laughs> Seriously? Hang on, Glenn. Glenn wants to know if. Uh, and the bowling ball. Do one of these! In the willy. Rick, you kidding me, mate? Breathe in. When you release it, I'll pop it in. Ready? On three. One. Ow. It's a unique sensation. You alright? Don't touch me. Alright. Hang on, Glenn. Go on. Yeah? Yeah. Glenn? Yeah. You'll take a bowling ball in the bullets. Ah, 60 quid. Glenn, mate, you're killing me. It's not going to be worth it making the trip for that. I don't want to see that, right? All right, so there you go. Once yeah, again, we need, to, we need to get some people from England to kind of break down what 60 quid is. Uh, I wonder if that's like uh, not only the hot dog, but you get the bun and you get a two liter soda instead of a can. Quid to US dollars. That'd be about $75.56. Wow. Not a bad payday. Not horrible. I mean, it's, you know, it's usually better than, I guess. I mean, and this is what today, it might have actually been a little different back then. But, uh, yeah, it's about 75 bucks, 75.50 in U.S. dollars. So, uh, not that bad. But, um, yeah, just shows once again, he'll, uh, he'll get, a, these people will get anybody to make money for him, won't they? But uh, it also shows right here where they're actually teaching the blind kid. And we also find out here that Zach has gotten his girlfriend pregnant. Or as they say, up the duff. <laughs> I got to tell you, dude, I'm, I'm, and I know I don't, I don't care what this really says, but I, I don't enjoy watching these movies because I have to. Literally a couple of times I had to rewind to hear what they said. And I'm watching, I, I was watching with my headphones on. But still, you just have to, I, sometimes with the English accent, like train spotting, I love 
that movie. But it's very hard to understand. I think that that movie, those guys are all Scottish, which is really crazy. But a lot of these movies, I just have a tough time watching. I, I, I love a lot of them, but they're hard for me to watch. Well, let me ask you, Box. Well, you are, are you a Mr. Bean fan? Because I love Mr. Bean. Yeah, but his accent wasn't as thick. I didn't find and, and like Monty Python movies. I love them. I don't find their accents horribly thick either. Um, I mean, I, I can under Gordon Ramsay. I can understand, and he's you know he's Scottish and lived in England most of his life. I can understand him, but some of these real heavy accents, it just takes me a little while. And then, like I said, sometimes I got to rewind and be like, "What is he talking about?" Yeah, I'll be. I did have to rewind a couple parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. Um, as we find out his uh, girlfriend is pregnant, he, uh, he being Zach, basically is trying to convince his parents to be normal. Normal. And I know Mr. Bean didn't talk in that show, but I mean, in all other movies I've watched him in as, you know, Rowan Wilson character, he he's not a thick accent. But, uh, yeah, we've got, um, we're basically, he's trying to tell his parents, be as normal as possible. I don't think it's possible for these people to be normal. <laughs> They're just, <laughs> but, uh, let's go ahead and play the scene where after he's trying to convince his, his, um, his parents to be normal for the reason being there are, uh, Courtney's parents are coming over for dinner and right. this is what we get. Here. May I just say my uh, my husband and I are delighted to finally make your acquaintance. Absolutely, and likewise. Oh, okay. Courtney tells us that you're all uh, wrestlers. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Old family of wrestlers. Mm. And our house, by the way. So, <clears throat> what sort of people enjoy wrestling? That's a good question. Um, I mean, it's all fake anyway, isn't it? So it's yeah. just... Come again? It's not... Fake, it's fixed. Yeah, if it was fake, would I have broken half the bones of my body, Death? His left leg bends both ways. Well, that's nothing. You should see his cock. Mum. Sorry. Penis. You should see his penis. Do you have you've got another question? or? I can. Yes. How did you get into wrestling? It is quite a romantic story. We like romantic stories. I just realised the father here is Steve Merchant. The director and writer of the movie. This is Hugh Hugh is right here. This guy, the father. Um, and yeah, they're obviously a little shocked by all this, but I'm going to keep playing it. But while I realize that, I wanted to let y'all know. Here we go. Oh, right. We like this one. Yeah. Well, when I met Rick, I was thinking of killing myself. Pills. I was, uh, homeless, abused, living on the street, you know. Yep. I myself had done, uh, eight years in prison. Prison. What was that for? Mainly violence. Mainly violence, yeah. Bit of arm robbery, you know. Anyway, I came back to the flat one night and there was uh, guns, money on the table, everything. So there was guns and... Money. Guns and money, yeah. right? You've done a job, haven't you? And I, I looked at him... The look said, essentially, Ricky, turn your back on crime, otherwise I'm going to turn my back on you. And he did. That's what I did. Never looked back. Some people find religion, but wrestling, we found wrestling, didn't we? It was our salvation. We found each other and all. Yeah. Taylor's all his time himself, baby. Mm. All right, so they start making out a little bit here. I'll play a little more in a minute. But, uh, yeah, basically they start making out. And, you know, they mention Roy a little bit, her other brother. 
Um, and they mention also that he got into a little bit of trouble. The reason I didn't bring that up is because I'm actually going to play the part where they tell what happens, what happened, and why he actually ended up in jail and everything. <clears throat> so that's why I didn't really mention it, but they did mention the brother here for a second time. So I did want to mention that real quick. But in okay. the meantime, yeah, so in the meantime, let's play a little bit more of this, Anthony, and then we'll talk a little more. Yeah, I'm, can I put you on speaker for a second? Yeah, hang on. Go ahead. Am I speaking to Zach and Brittany? Yeah. My name is Hutch Morgan. I'm calling from WWE. We were very impressed by your tape, and April, we're bringing SmackDown to the O2 in London, and we'd like both of you to come down and try out for us. Hello? <laughs> They'd be very happy to accept. Good. And we already have a Brittany, so just think of an alternative name. Yeah, sure. Okay. Thank, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Okay, just remember, while all this celebrating and table slapping is going on, they're literally sitting there with the, the family of Courtney who have never met these people, and holy shit, are they freaked out right now. Here we go. I told you, I told you. It was a given. <laughs> Sorry, what, what is the, the WWE? <laughs> okay. So from here, they start showing her some of the greatest matches. You know, quick highlights. We got Shawn Michaels, the Undertaker. Uh, the 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 uh, ladder match with Edge and the uh, Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys. You got Stone Cold winning the title. They even play the uh, where uh, Stone Cold and Doc Hendricks at King of the Ring, you know, Austin three sixteen, and all this stuff. See uh, Ult- Ultimate Warrior. I'm glad they actually put that in there. Yeah, very cool. So two things I wanted to point out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince Vaughn, his delivery there. I love Vince Vaughn and Death, but that was the definition of doing it for the paycheck. Hey, this is WWE. Uh, we're coming to the O2 for SmackDown. We were impressed with you. Come on down. See you later. Bye. And and then yeah. I I don't know. Maybe it's because it was I don't know. They had to Hollywood it up or whatever. But did you notice that whenever they showed like real WWE footage or WWE footage, you heard like it was they almost kind of portrayed it like it was almost fake, where you could hear like it didn't feel like you were actually watching the matches. You could almost see where it was choreographed. Well, I mean, that's they were they were just showing quick highlights. Yeah. So it kind yeah, of you know, like, you, it's almost like they added sound effects. Well, they definitely did. They definitely did, and you know, there, there was other parts where I'm sure the crowd wasn't cheering, and they had them cheering. But uh, you know, yeah. they they also go through some of the Trish Stratus stuff, and you know, her basically her just kind of you know doing all her stuff and brawn panty matches and all that stuff right there, and. They're showing Mick Foley and Stone Cold, but uh, boy, these these people just don't even know what to do when they're watching this stuff. I mean, I love it. You love it. But as an outsider who knows nothing about wrestling, I'm sure that's like... What? A night at Doug's house? That'd be funny. <laughs> like, like yeah. If you, just... <laughs> yeah. If you know nothing about wrestling or any any super fan, you're coming over to meet the wife, the kid, the family... WWE's on, yeah, yeah. What is WWE? And then they just show you they go through the whole history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be kind of weird. Kind of be kind of like weird. I think it'd be a little scary. Probably just a little bit scary. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't doubt that at all. So, 
All right, yeah. let's go ahead and go a little more into that because that part's still going. And I think this might be where they start talking about uh, Roy here. My other boy, yeah, Roy, who did it a few years ago, actually. Oh. He's in America now. No, no, he's um, he's in prison. When Roy didn't get signed, he uh, didn't take it too well. He started drinking, picking fights, threw a chunk of tarmac at a bloke's head, put him in a coma. Look, Zach's not Roy. And he's going to make you... So there you go. That's, again, why I didn't kind of play that part there. Or I didn't mention it earlier. They did tell what happened to Roy. And we do see Roy later on in the movie. He does get out. Um, yeah. But now, of course, we do see where uh, they're kind of going and, you know, they're training to go. And Zach is sitting there practicing what he's going to say for the questions they're all he thinks they're going to ask him. And Paige is just looking off into the sunset. Dreaming, dreaming, dreaming. And uh, finally they do go, and they are at SmackDown over in the UK uh, at the O2 Arena. And this is sort of true. Honestly, Zach got a tryout before this, and this was uh, actually Paige's second tryout also, which they don't wow. mention. They don't mention that. But uh, this was Paige's second tryout for the company. Uh, in the movie, we'll talk about it in a little while, she actually dyes her hair blonde in one part. And when she did come to her second tryout, that's actually how she, or her first tryout, she did that. And they hated it. She came back looking like this in her second tryout, and obviously they loved it. So as true as this movie is, they skipped a few parts, they added a few parts, took, a, took some liberties with some parts. But uh, now we've got the main part here that everyone wants to hear where the rock is met. You know you want to hear it. Hell yeah. Here we go. Sorry about that. Dick me dead, bury me pregnant. Dick me dead, bang me pregnant. Remember that line. It'll come up again later. A <laughs> lot of comma, comma. It's a good pickup line. <laughs> Zach Zodiac, mate. What's up, Zach? What an honor to meet you, mate. Oh, thanks, Zach. Yeah, yeah Zach, Zach, yeah. Cool. It's my sister, Soraya. We're huge fans. Thank you so much. Since we're kids. Yeah, we've been fans since you had hair. Oh, thank you. Hey, it's a choice. It's a damn good one, too. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah, it looks good. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. See you guys. Rock, rock, rock. Yo. What's happening? Are you getting back in the ring? You wrestling again? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just shooting a movie here in London, and uh, I'm going to surprise the crowd tonight. going to electrify. Don't tell anybody. No, no. So, yeah, the, that true. He was shooting a movie there. He was shooting the Fast and Furious movie. And uh, like I said, this is actually where he found out where he was watching the uh, documentary on them and decided to make it an actual full-length movie. So here we go. A little more. All right. See you guys. Rock, rock, rock. Hey. We're wrestlers as well, actually. We're actually doing the tryouts today. Oh, cool. Our whole family wrestle. WAW up in Norwich. You've probably heard of it. Uh, no. No? Actually, whilst you're here... Oh, you should come to one of our shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. could get you tickets. Half price, probably. Half price? I'll take Mango Pete, get him on the list. Yeah, yeah. Do you need a plus one? Uh, that's awesome. Thank you for the invite. I don't think I'll be able to make it. Though. Right. Good luck with your trial. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Rock, rock, rock. <laughs> yes, Zach. What advice would you give us if, if we want to... Win over the crowd. Win, win over the crowd. If we want to... If we want to be the next you. What are your names again? My name. Zach. It doesn't matter what your names are! 
You walk around here interrupting the rock you like you haven't seen the sun in 20 years? You like you just stepped out of Oliver Twist? Please, sir, may I have some more advice, sir? You want some advice? Here's the rock's advice. Shut your mouth. What you want, what you want. How about what The Rock wants? The Rock wants you to go out there, take no prisoners, have no regrets, have no fear. Lay it all out on the line. Because if you don't do that, The Rock is going to find your friend, Mary Poppins. He's going to take her umbrella. Yeah, he's going to shine it up real nice. He's going to turn that something sideways and stick it straight up your candy asses. There's your advice. Straight out of the jabroni beating, pie eating, trail blazing, eyebrow raising, entertaining the globe, never hotter, talking to two rejects from Harry Potter. So that's how you win over the crowd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though this crazy wrestling world is a fictionalized world, the fans know a thousand percent if you're not being real. Right? That guy just now, that was The Rock. The Rock is me, Dwayne Johnson. Just with the volume turned way up, the treble adjusted, the bass, same guy. So don't worry about being the next me. Be the first you. Hey, are you two here for the tryouts? Yeah. Yeah. You can't just hang out with The Rock. What do you make a wish, kids? Let's go. <laughs> Better go. Uh, I think that was a John Cena joke, but uh, <laughs> that was, that, I'm sorry. That was I'm so, that was awesome. That, that that probably was my favorite one line in the whole movie. <laughs> that was pretty goddamn good. That was pretty fucking good. But yeah, it's uh, and and again, you know, the Rocket we said a few things. You know, just kind of you know, the most believable characters are you with the fucking volume turned up. Which Steve Austin has said the same thing. The Rock. That was when they could do that. Now they want carny characters. But Florence Pugh, when he's actually doing that, look at her eyes, dude. She looks, she looks a little turned on. Um, that, that that's art imitating life. Uh yeah. I, I, I mean, I mean, I look at it like this, man. Like, come on, man. If Brad, if fucking Brad Maddox could <laughs> could nail Paige, The Rock, come on. Oh. It's the fucking rock, bro. Come on. Oh, if, yeah. if Brad Maddox and Xavier fucking Woods are tag team and pay you, the rock? Mm. Who, who, who? She's going to turn that in a rock, please. Well, I mean, you never know how she got this movie in the first place, but we're just allegedly, obviously. But, uh, yeah, and obviously they're fucking, their mind is blown that they just talk to the rock. They're like, oh my God, we just talked to the rock. So. There we go. Now we actually go into some of the WWE tryouts. Obviously, this is where we get a little more of Vince Vaughn's character in this movie. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a good part too. This is funny. This is actually pretty funny. But yeah, Vince Vaughn is uh, this. This is where he gets a little bit better. His part gets a little better. And uh, here we go. Be a superstar. You have to have two things. Number one, you got to have the skills, and number two, you have to have the spark. Uh, skills, that's obvious, right? You gotta be able to wrestle. The spark, well, that's the magic dust. It's what the audience falls in love with. It's why they buy your poster. It's why they come back every week. It's why they chant your name. It's why they buy a six inch action figure of you. Do you see yourself as a six inch action figure? Yeah, yes I do. I see myself as WWE champion. Ding, 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 bingo guys. That's exactly right. That's called a great attitude. And that's a big play to yes. That is one of the biggest requirements that you have to have to be a WWE superstar. And you don't have any of the other things. But the attitude is the one thing you're in control over. And <laughs> the attitude is the one thing that you have. Name. Zach Zodiac. Sounds a little bit like a dancer at a male strip club. Why do you want to wrestle? I want to be a wrestler because since I was three years old, 
I could name every single WWE wrestler just by looking at their boots. And I've wanted to be one ever since. I'm passionate, I'm determined, and I'm the toughest bastard in any room, including this one. Oh, probably shouldn't swear, not when there's ladies present. Sorry, miss. Sorry about that. Okay. Now, the guy he just actually did that to said sorry, mate, about the women thing. Who does that remind you of, Anthony? Long hair, kind of a old cavemanish jacket. Does that not remind you a little bit of Pete Dunne? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I, know, I didn't pick up on it until you brought it up, but yeah, you're actually right. <laughs> I think that might be a little dig at Pete Dunne right there. And how many times have we said Pete Dunne looks like a fucking lesbian? Um, and we're and, not and the only we, ones. Can we call a little bit of bullshit for a second? On which part? On that whole, like, you know. You know, in order to be a WWE superstar, can you picture yourself as a six-inch action figure? Come on now. Yeah. This is the first. This is supposed to be the first tryout, right? You're supposed to hear like what a piece of shit you are. <laughs> what makes you think you can? First of all, when you first train, right? Mm-hmm. They don't even let you get in the ring. At least they, that's how they say it used to be. Right. You had to earn your way into the ring. Right. Exactly. They don't just. They don't just let you in the ring on night one. They have you doing calisthenics and shit like that. Doing like calisthenics to the point where you puke and throw up and all that and you literally got it's a process to get in. they don't just let you into the ring on that first day well and yeah back then that's 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 what i had heard too that they you have to earn like you said earn your way into the ring but uh i don't know man now who fucking knows who fucking knows at this point now how they do this but um we can play a little more of this but yeah that definitely i believe was a pete dunn shot Cause that guy looks a lot like Pete Dunne. He's short. He's got long hair. He's got the caveman jacket on. <laughs> I really that weird hit. Damn it, Box. Thank you for making me think with that weird, like pissed off lesbian look that he always walks around with. Dude, go back. Like I said, I call him. I call him Ellen on the gas. Yeah, that's, I mean, what he, that's what he looks like. Yeah. I'm sorry, good wrestler, but goddamn, he looks like an angry lesbian. He does, he does. <laughs> but I definitely 100 percent think that was a little shot at old uh, old Pete Dunn over there. I mean, remember this is supposed to all be over in the UK. So here we go. Miss, what's your name? Sarah. No, sorry, Brittany. Do you not remember your name? I do. It's just they, they asked me to change it. Do you remember what so, you changed it to? Yeah. Okay, that's good. What is it? Uh, Paige. As a wrestling name, Paige? Yeah. Paige feels a little more like she might work at the perfume counter at the mall. Like, a, you want a free sample? No, Paige is the name of a witch from a TV show that I like. So you like the name off the show and then you took it? Yeah. Nobody's going to pay to watch a timid little British girl wrestle. Yeah, well... Not all British girls are timid. Just like not all Americans are arrogant wankers. Damn. Just saying. Why do you want to wrestle, Paige? Been wrestling since I was 13. My whole family wrestles. But why do you want to wrestle? Been wrestling since I was 13. My whole family wrestles. But why do you want to wrestle? All right, before we get to all that, you hear what he's trying to do here, and what she's saying is, I've never thought about why I wanted to do it. Just... Uh, even B makes is saying Vince Vaughn humorous. I believe we established he's a little bit of humorous and a little bit of Johnny Ace put together. Um, except Johnny Ace should obviously be flirting more. Um, no, I, sw- I, mean, I swear. I wish this movie had came out like 20 years ago. Oh, my God. You, you, you would have had fucking, it would have been raw as raw could be. Mm. Uh, the, the, uh, was the, what was the brother's name again that was in jail? Was it Roy, Robbie? Roy, Roy. 
Roy? Yeah. Uh, he he would have been in jail because he had a fucking soma addiction. Uh <laughs> he getting he would have had a bunch of rats pregnant. Uh they they, they would have showed Paige getting passed around. Well, and Vince Vaughn would have played the real Hugh Morris, Bill DeMott. Yeah, and let's face it, if it was that long ago, this movie would have been a lot longer because it's only an hour and 43 minutes, and the rest of it would have been half uh, half of the porn stuff. But it's a different time. We're in a different WWE. This is a WWE Studios movie. But uh, again, they're bringing up the fact that she's never thought about why she wants to wrestle. And kind of she has a moment here where she just kind of looks she looks like christina ricci in this movie really when i'm looking at her right now she looks like wednesday from adam's family um or what's her name tuesday wednesday whatever it is whatever it was wednesday okay there you go but uh here we go now she gets to tell why she wants to wrestle um it's an escape isn't it from the real world when i'm in that ring with my family working together flowing together feels like the world just disappears and I sort of feel like I belong somewhere. She showed us her heart, and I want to vomit. <laughs> you, who got you dressed? The whole thing was your thing? That's yeah. your salad? Yeah. That's what you mixed up in a bowl? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Do you know what a push-up is? <laughs> By the way, that guy reminded me of Grado a little bit with his outfit. And the guy in the pink, I believe, was a Tyler Bate shot. See the beard? Yeah. I think that might have been a little Tyler Bate shot at that guy too, but um, you know they're they're going through here and they're doing their training. And by the way, this I is that Tony Deppin? Uh, looks like looks, him, but I don't know. It looks mm. a lot like Tony Deppin, this guy in the purple trunks, for like just a quick shot. It looks like him. I know he's not a UK guy, but. Looks uh, they think they maybe they shot gave him a few bucks to be an extra, take some bumps. I don't know. Looks a lot like him. A little smaller, maybe, but I don't know. Could be him. Probably isn't. Um, but yeah, they've got some characters coming out in here and doing some fucking wrestling and trying out for the place. And, you know, it finally gets to the match where, uh, he puts in Paige and her brother Zach. Um, and really Zach kept making her look better and didn't realize it. Um, we do realize it later and it's kind of what Vince Vaughn says, but if you watch this part, it's exactly what he's doing. He's being a jobber for her. He's making her look like fucking gold. You know? Yeah. He worked, he basically worked himself out of an opportunity. He did. He really did. And that's exactly what, you know, we'll get to it later, but Vince Vaughn basically says that at one part. He'll basically, Broken down, he basically says, your brother's always going to be a fucking jobber. So, yeah, it, it kind of is exactly what he did. He made her look great. And uh, we now get to the part where she actually, uh, here we go. Let's, uh, here, let me back up just a touch here. And let me go just a little more here. And we're going to get to uh, where she actually finds out what's going on after tryouts. Big hand, everybody. That was a tremendous amount of energy and effort. I want to thank all of you for that. It takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there, and I respect that. If I call your name, please step forward. That means you'll be coming with me to Florida, where you will join NXT Developmental, at which point we will assess whether or not you get to go on to the WWE. If I do not call your name, then this is the end of the line for you. 
page. Thank you all very much. So that was it. Page was the only one out of that whole group that, uh, once again, if you look at the group, there's a, there's, there, there's, there's a Tyler Bate lookalike and a Pete Dunn lookalike. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she was the only one picked out of that group. And she obviously is very happy, but obviously her brother doesn't look happy. And Paige does go stick up for her brother. Um, she follows Vince Vaughn through, or I'm sorry, uh, whatever his name is here, Hugh or Hugh, Hutch, Hutch, Hutch is his name. Um, but yeah, here we go. Uh, BMX is asking if that's true. I don't know if that was true. If she was the only one picked, I got a feeling it wasn't. But, uh, again, you know, you can say a story is true and take some liberties, but, uh, here we go. Let's play a little bit of where she sticks up for her brother and almost blows her own opportunity like her brother just did. Kind of must run of the family. You have to take my brother. Excuse me? No one deserves this more than Zach. Why didn't you pick him? 99% of the people don't get picked. He was running rings around those other guys. We're not looking for ring runners. No, wait. You have to explain why you didn't pick him. I don't have to explain anything. I wish you the best, son. But this is the end of the line for you. He's not going, neither am I. Ray, don't be stupid, okay? Is that a threat? Yes. No. You know thousands of people apply for this opportunity every week. Now I'm going to give you ten seconds to let me know that you want it. Not without Zach. Coach, she wants this. Don't listen to her. Raya, let's just leave it. Come on. Five. Raya. Four. You're not just doing this for you, Raya, are you? You're doing it for the family. Three. Two. Yeah, okay, I want this. See you in Florida. All right. So this is kind of the turn in the movie, in my opinion, where they start focusing on the brother just a little bit more. Um... Like I said, the beginning of the movie was definitely focused on Paige, but I think right here, right around 31 minutes in, is where they sort of start focusing on the brother and the fact that he is, number one, he's pretty pissed off. Number two, he's a little bit jealous. Um, and you can kind of, he tries to cover it when he walks in, but you can sort of hear it and see it in his voice when they walk back into the old uh, wrestling place. Here we go. Yeah. Well, it didn't take me, but my little sister just became the first 18-year-old English girl to be signed by the WWE. <laughs> and the first fuck doll in NXT. Oh, Jesus, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry about that. But, uh, yeah, obviously the family's happy as hell for blah, 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 a bunch of all shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there you go. And she was very young when she was signed. Um, and everyone's over there trying to sort of, they're all happy for Paige, but Zach is over there sort of sulking and trying to cover it up, but it ain't working. I'll be honest, bro. I'm actually curious about, uh, seeing, uh, tryout videos of the guy. To see if he was really that good or really that terrible, because it is kind of because Paige has a very distinctive and unique story, mm-hmm. and it is it's very interesting. Regardless of what you think of her, it's a very interesting story. It kind of makes you wonder why they never did something with her brother, since I guess initially he was the one 
that kind of got their attention. Well, yeah, like I said, he got the first tryout, and they um, he he got the first tryout, and they didn't take him. This was both of their second tryouts. She got a tryout separate of him. This tryout, they were together in it, so this is actually a true part. But um, obviously now she has to, uh, she's getting ready to go to Florida, saying bye to her family. Her brother is, won't even go to the airport, um, you know, says he has stuff to do, things to do, errands to run, you know, wash his hair, wash his dog. I don't know. Using every excuse not to go to the airport, but basically just tells Paige, you know, I'm happy for you and, uh, you know, don't cry because you'll make mom cry. But, um. She goes to the airport, Paige goes, and really, I'm not going to play the airport scene. It's all bullshit. Bye-bye. Love you. Do good. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, make us as much money as you can, basically, is exactly what it was. But uh, well, <laughs> I'm not wrong, but this is where she runs into. She goes to the NXT, and she runs into the girls that she's going to be uh, working with. And once again, we kind of get into the the mean girls that she ran into on the street, and uh, they introduce themselves. So let's go ahead and see these three blondes. And, you know, we always said at this time WWE was doing nothing but hiring models and, you know, fitness models and cheerleaders and shit, and basically that's exactly what these girls are. Uh, here we go. Yeah, hi. Us too. How's it going? Good. I'm alright. Long flight. Tired. <laughs> hi. Oh. Uh, I'm Kirsten. I, hi. Hey. I'm Jerry Lynn. Oh. Hi. Hey, I'm Madison. Hi. I'm Soraya. Well, no, Brittany. Okay, you heard that right. Her name is Jerry Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> when, when the actual Jerry Lynn, the guy saw this movie, he actually tweeted Rock and said, Who's behind this rib? Uh, so. You really think that was you? You really think you really think this movie was just like who can we rib in the business? Who can? <laughs> how many? Not cheap shots. I want to say cheap shots. Just like just harmless little jokes. Who can we take harmless little jo- shots at? I think, to, and see if they'll get it. I, I think I think that's exactly what it was. Who will get it? Who is the like? Who's going to get the inside jokes? Basically, I really think he was trying, Rock, or whoever was writing this movie, was trying to suck in the wrestling fans with these inside little little ribs and things like that, These the smart fans. Because there's a lot of little jabs. I mean, if you don't know about Paige's sex tapes and, you know, Rock calls Vince Vaughn's sex tape, you don't know what, what he means there. But we do. Yeah. You know? So I think he was sort of trying to clue in some wrestling fans and rib a few people in the same little, uh, yeah, in the same little, uh, little, little, little uh, uh, I don't know, the same way there. I think he was trying to kind of really just kind of, uh, like I said, get us smart fans into the inside quotes and jokes and see what we get because we're going to get most of them. But this one definitely stood out when he, the girl said Jerry Lynn, but, um, <laughs> Here we go. Play a little, oh, wrong mouse. Let's play a little more of it. Wait, Paige. Oh, I love your accent. You sound like a Nazi in a movie. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I love that. Say something else. 
Like, like what? Oh, uh, anything. Here, read something. Okay. Uh, the sudden fire claimed the lives of five orphans. I love it. Uh, the charred remains of the children could only be identified from dental records. So sexy, right? So sexy. I am so jealous of you right now. Okay, this girl's reading about five dead children, and all they're thinking is how sexy her accent is. Then, then now, Box. Yes. Let me ask you, the mean girls, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Do you think these were just random girls? Or do you, if you had to guess, do you think they were based on anybody? Like, 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 if you had to guess, around the time Paige showed up in the company, started training NXT, changing things up in terms of how women were treated, who would you say these girls were meant to be portraying? I don't know. One of them, the, the darker haired girl in the yellow bikini looks like, has a, when her hair is dry, has a huge resemblance to Carmella. The other two are just two blondes who could be anybody, to be honest with you. One of them, I believe, is sort of trying to be like Trish Stratasy. Well, no, no, no. Well, She's not a bad looking woman, but no, no. Trish is on another level. Well, I, I know, but I mean, they tried. It's almost like they were trying to make one of them be kind of that. And I know Trish would have been already done with the business by now. Don't um, don't get me wrong. But how, you know, one of them would go, oh, had it and all this shit. It was, I don't know, man. I, oh, uh, B-Megs was saying Summer Ray. That could work too. I could see one of one of those blondes being Summer Ray, especially the taller one, not Jerry Lynn, the other one, like Kirsten, Kristen, whatever her name is. Oh, uh, Jerry Lynn, I can't. <laughs> oh, it's a pretty, pretty bad rib, but a good. Yeah, one. it's like it's like now. Never, whenever I watch this movie, no, that's a hot blonde, but her name's Jerry Lynn. Motherfucker, why well, yeah. I gotta think of Jerry Lynn now? <laughs> I know, he really kind of really ruined it for everybody, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Dean of Extreme is saying Charlotte and Summer is who these girls are portraying. So. Okay. Oh, yeah, cause, cause, come to think of it, because Charlotte, she's not a natural blonde. She's like a more of a brunette, brown, brownish hair. Because remember when she first showed, I know Box, you know, you got the running joke about how big are her tits going to get? Do you remember when Charlotte first showed up with the brown hair, flat-chested? She was, she was very unflare-like. Uh, she levels up those boobs every year, dude. I don't know. I swear to God. <laughs> have you have you seen you you've seen Charlotte pre boob job, right? Oh, I saw the uh, the leak. <laughs> the leak was pre boob job. Yeah, looked like it at least. Uh, yeah, but I've I've seen some pictures of her pre 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 booby job. But uh, now we get to the part where they finally get into NXT and they're in the performance center. Um, I don't know if this was actually filmed at the performance center, but I would, I would imagine it was, uh, I don't think they were going to paint walls anywhere else, but this, they're at the performance center and we get the first little speech from Vince Vaughn. So here we go. Well, this is where we assess you and see whether or not you get to go on to WWE. Look to your left, to your right. Before you leave Orlando, at least one of you will be a stripper. How many of you want to be on the WWE main roster? Okay, by the way, uh, looking at these girls, I'd be fine if any of them became strippers. Just saying. It wouldn't be a bad thing to see any of them naked. Is all I'm saying. You know, it really wouldn't. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, we've seen Paige naked, but the, the other ones, you know. Yes, sir! Would you like to be WWE World Champion? Yes, sir! 
What I'm determined to find out is do you want it bad enough to push your ass past what you think you're physically capable of? Yes, coach! There's two ways out. Either I cut you or you ask for the horn. Because you know that you got yourself in over your head and all you got to do is squeeze it makes it all stop. Would you like the horn? No, coach. You? No, coach. Anybody want the horn? No, coach! Good. Welcome to the suck. Let's have some fun. All right. Um, I don't know if they actually have a horn. That's kind of sounds like the Navy SEALs. They have the bell. You ring the bell to tap out uh, to get out of the course. I don't know if you ever seen that Navy. Uh, what was it? The uh, buds, buds training, the Navy SEAL training. Yeah. Where they ring, if you if you've had too much, you don't want to go. You ring the bell. I don't know if the horn is a real thing in the WWE or NXT. I could see him doing something like that, though. You know, but I don't. A lot of the recruits they're getting now, though, are indie guys. So I don't know if they're doing any of this anymore. But uh, we do see a lot of, and you know, the calisthenics that, like Anthony was saying, all the stuff they're running in the ring and uh, doing all kinds of jumping jacks, and basically he's just pushing the shit out of these people. And her brother is once again doing the same shit, get picking up the kids in the van, driving them to uh, wrestling practice. And he's, once again, like I said, this movie focuses a little more on her brother at this point. And actually right now is sort of focusing on him. Um, you know, just kind of moping around a little bit, kind of just being... Not wanting to do exactly what he's doing. Not wanting to even be there. Again, jealous of his fucking sister, you know? So, anyway, we get to the first cuts of uh, the NXT crew. And here we go. Your hand. That means this is the end of the line for you. Thank you for your time. Okay. Did you see the guy's hand he shook? Yeah. My God, did he look like EC3. This is some foreshadowing right here, dude. No, 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 not EC3. Clearly, he, I, I didn't see a solo cut, which but I got to say, I got to say, if WWE doesn't have a, a, a deal on the table to get a solo to start sponsoring them or like sponsoring some segments or something, they're missing out on some serious money, bro. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if nothing else, EC3 could make some sweet money off solo. He should. He should start doing keg commercials or something. <laughs> like seriously, or a matter of fact, you know, he should be the first uh, candidate for the. Uh, he should be a sponsor for um the THT Suicide Line. He, he should be the should. face of the THT Suicide Line because yeah. goddamn, he just looks like he wants to be anywhere else but TV these days. <laughs> Do you think Vince like one day looked at him and went, "My God, you were Derek Bateman." Oh. I'll be honest. Vince is old. He doesn't even probably. He probably doesn't even remember him working there. Well, he was it, so far. He was so low on the food chain. Man, Vince probably doesn't even know he worked there before. Well, it took him what six months to realize that uh, Luke Gallows was Festus. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure he finally just. Oh, oh my God! You were Derek Bateman. I remember you. Ugh. Yeah. Lucky guy though. As Derek Bateman, he got to do a lot with Caitlyn, which we. <laughs> She looks even better now, dude. She's got like a half-shaved head, big tattoo on her arm. Oh, she looks fucking slutty. Anyway, um, let's get... <laughs> you know, way I like them. But uh, yeah, the only way they do, they get rid of the one guy. Everyone else goes back. 
for another day of training. And again, we're focusing on the brother here. The brother is there barely paying attention to what's going on, completely unfocused. And Paige is shown holding her Ultimate Warrior wrestling buddy. Where the fuck did they get one of those, dude? They put those out again? Uh, you probably can find them. I've seen them pop up at different conventions. That one, the Hogan one. I have. But I actually used to, I used to have those, but man, I, I wouldn't mind getting a couple just just you know collectors items because those were cool back in the day. Yeah, yeah, they were. But yeah, there we go. That's uh, that's that part. And uh, now that basically we get a a training montage here of uh, just you know Paige and a bunch of the others training. One girl does honk the horn to tap out. And then we go to another scene uh, right away where the brother has his baby. Well, the girlfriend has the baby. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and again, he's smiling for a minute, but also on his mind, you can tell, is the whole thing where my sister made it and I didn't. Little fucking whiny little bitch. But again, from there, we go to Vince Vaughn being Vince Vaughn. In this movie, he really does play the same character in every movie, doesn't he? Yeah, pretty much. But um, in this movie, I I enjoy Vince Vaughn, so I'm a little biased. But there were certain parts in this movie where I could just tell, like you could just tell he was just bored. He didn't seem inspired by the material. Like, uh, this is NXT developmental. This is where we uh, will evaluate you to see if you're ready for the WWE, which I hate. The, the WWE, the fuck, the take the out of it's no need. It's, the World Wrestling Entertainment sounds dumb as hell. Really yeah, fucking does. Never thought of that, but yeah, it's yeah. like back in the day when it was WWF, yeah. the World Wrestling Federation makes more sense. But no, not now. The WWE, he and he also he says it with a twang. Remember how Scott Hall used to make fun of WCW? That's how he says WWE. <laughs> he does kick his little accent. I mean, the guy is from Missouri, so I can definitely see a little accent in him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he Vince Vaughn, just I think it's his voice, kind of like, and I'm not comparing him to this, but Morgan Freeman plays Morgan Freeman in every movie because he has that distinctive voice. And I think Vince Vaughn kind of has not only a distinctive voice, but just a... Just distinctive mannerisms, distinctive everything about him that just makes him Vince Vaughn in every movie. Yeah, I, I, I get that. That's a fair point. That's a that's fair observation. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and here we get Vince Vaughn being Vince Vaughn. Wrestling nerds. Good morning, nerds. Welcome to promo class. Now, as you all know, wrestling is storytelling. It is soap opera and spandex. Okay, real quick, promo class. Obviously, we know who used to do the promo classes. It was the late, great, legendary Dusty Rhodes who used to handle promo classes. Um, obviously, Dusty was gone at this point, so they couldn't bring him in, which, my God, it would have been great if they could have got him to sit in for at least one or two parts for this. Oh, for, oh, it would have been fucking... Oh, man, please. It would have been fucking epic. Oh. <laughs> Dusty would... Look, for a two-minute Dusty camo, boy, I would have did anything for that one, man. It would have made the movie for me. Absolutely. Especially when, uh, a little later, when he does some of the lines. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and play a little bit more of this part, and then we're going to we'll move on. Just, it's not a long part. So. Good versus evil, babyface versus heel. We do a lot of our storytelling in the ring with wrestling, but equally as important, you must be able to storytell on the mic. 
This is an essential part of being able to get over with the fans. This is your opportunity to let them know who you are. Tell them what you're about. The WWE can put you on the main roster, but only the fans can keep you there. Who wants to go first? Now, that's actually a good point. WWE can put you on the main roster, but only the fans can keep you there. It's actually a, a very fair point right there in, that's made in this movie. Because it's true. Yeah. It is true. If you, if you don't cap, you know, capture the fans, WWE's not going to put you out there. And they say it again later in the movie, actually. Actually, The Rock even tells her later in the movie that, you know, if you don't go out there and capture these fans, this whole dream is going to be over in a week. They won't, they just, they'll, they'll stop. They'll, they just won't care. So, For some reason, I feel like that was a line directly from the Rock's mind. Probably. Because I, 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 I could see him giving that advice to somebody in real life. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, so, so that's, that's definitely a Rock line, if I had to guess. Actually, I could see a lot of this stuff being said in this movie, something the Rock would say to someone. Honestly, as advice to a young person. Yeah. I, I could definitely see that. You know, I don't know. I mean, maybe he had something to do with the writing of the movie. Or maybe he popped in some lines here and there. But um, definitely this is some advice I could see The Rock giving somebody, maybe even like a Mick Foley giving somebody, which we get a few Mick Foley references in this movie also. Um, they don't come out and say it, but definitely a couple of Mick Foley references in this movie. Uh, yeah, they should have made Vince Vaughn. If, if that's the case, they should have made Vince Vaughn more of a punch drunk. Because we'll get to that part, you know, yeah. old sex tape helping The Rock in his career. I think that would have been a more accurate comparison than the one they made, but I won't spoil it. Yeah, it, it, was, it was horrible, and we will definitely get to it uh, just a little bit here. I'm going to play a little bit more of this. I think, yeah, there's more of this. Here we go. My name is Jerry Lynn. And I may look like the girl next door, but underneath this is a firecracker, and I am going to blow you. Excuse me? Out of the water. It's My 10-year-old just asked me some questions I don't want to answer. Let's yep. put it together. Let's keep it one. Of course. My name is Augustus Heights. Augustus? Augustus Heights. Are you a polo player? Uh, no. You're going to come out in full polo garb? No. How did you come up with Augustus Heights? That's my name. Is it really? Yeah. Okay, let's go again. My name is Augustus Heights. Are you a guy who's going to inherit a beer company? <laughs> Let's come up with a wrestling name. Augustus Heights feels like a guy who's going to like politely ask me for some butter. My name is Paige, and I am all the rage. Girls want to be me. Guys want to get to know me. May sound like bragging, but it ain't if it's true. It ain't about the size of the dog in the fight. It's about the size of the fight in the dog. And this dog is about to bite hard. I love it. Yeah. When I heard it 20 years ago, those are like lines you could get off a Dixie cup. People liked it. Or a solo cup. Ha 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 See that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but here they have cable and running water and electricity, and they would have heard their five-year-old brother use it at a dinner table. You go out and you take that in front of a live crowd here, it's like throwing a pork chop to a bunch of hyenas. They're going to chew you up. you got to find something that's specific to you, something that only you can say. All right, let's go. Next. My name is Nick Barnes. Now, for those of you who don't know me... All right. Whoa. Hey, Nick Barnes. Didn't hear him. But um, he gets a little bit of... Uh, she looks over and the girls are talking about her. And uh, we go to the next scene and, and it's her brother in a ring taking thumbtacks. 
And I believe what they're trying to say here is he's thinking, my sister's in WWE, and I'm here taking thumbtacks for $75.56 a night. <laughs> or 60 quid. Um, you know, it, 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 and it does kind of portray him in that. You know, he's pulling thumbtacks out of his back, just kind of looking depressed and pissed off. Hey, to quote Kevin Nash, it's all about the money and the miles. The money and the miles. <laughs> There you go, man. Absolutely. And Nash, of course, he would know what he's talking about because he was in it for just the money only. <laughs> hey, he got it. Hey. See, see, look, he, that, I, I mean, look, one of these days, you know, before it's too late, they need to have Kevin Nash as a consultant on one of these wrestling movies. Just, 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 to, just to have that perspective in the movie of that asshole that just only cares about the money and that makes the most money possible. By doing the absolute least. We need a Kevin Nash influence on a wrestling movie. Well, they we really it. do. Well, we have it. It's called, it's Paige's parents in this movie. They're trying and to make as much it's money. It's not the same. Yeah. You know, it's not the same. No, but it's like they, somebody like actively, you know. Right, but they're trying to make as much as they can with the, by doing as little as possible. Anyway, we see how desperate Zack is to get back in the WWE, and this is where he gets a little bit of, uh, Tough love, harsh reality, maybe, from um, Vince Vaughn's character. Hutch. Here we go. Go for Hutch. Hello, Mr. Morgan. It's Zach Zodiac calling again. Just wanted to check up on the tape. We reviewed your tape and we were all very impressed. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you. But the, uh, the answer is still no. Could I, um, could I speak to someone else, please, sir? Someone higher up, maybe? I'm afraid not. Sir, I don't think you understand. Um, you see, this is my dream, this. I do understand. No, no, you don't. Look, I have a kid now, sir. And I've made my girlfriend promises. We're looking for something you don't have. What, what, what's that, then? Something extra. Something extra? A spark. I have that. I've got that in buckets, mate. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I do. No, you don't. What, but my sister does? Let it go, son. Please, please, please don't do this, right? Don't do this. Let it go. I can't. I can't let it go because this is all I can do, right? Then you'll have to find something else. Goodbye. Hey, I box pause for a second. That scene's over, actually. Uh, if you add a couple more fucks, uh, a couple more blunts, I could picture you were mainly Shaheen giving that same advice. Son, let it go. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta give it up, man. This business not for you, kid. You gotta give it up. Find something else to do. Actually, when <laughs> like, I, actually when I saw that, I thought of what Joey Numbers told uh, Sasha Banks. <laughs> what about just giving it up find you're, something else you're, you're, you're not life. gonna make it you're not gonna make it you're just not gonna make it but uh <laughs> but that's what i thought of uh call me crazy but that was the main part i thought of in the movie right there but uh and then we uh, again we hear that that desperation for him to get to wwe in his voice uh, again, I don't want to say jealousy, but he's definitely sounding a little bit 
jealous of um of his sister here. So you think this is a case of art imitating life here? You think this conversation in some form might have happened? Him desperately calling WWE. I wonder who he got on the phone <laughs> to have this conversation with. Obviously, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a Vince or a Triple H. But I'm no. just curious. Maybe that was that Seaman guy. What's that guy's name that's on Total Divas? Seaman? What? No, man. Corrado? Yeah, no. It was somebody Seaman, but I might be getting him mixed up with somebody else. I don't know who Seaman you're thinking about. I have no clue. I admit, no, somebody's name is Seaman. <laughs> I don't know who joke. Seaman you're talking about or thinking about, but I, I think we should just play the next scene where Paige is in the ring with these girls. Anyway, take Anthony, calm the fuck down, you and your Seaman. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking ridiculous over here, fucking Seaman. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? You're supposed to pull it, not actually kick me in the ovaries. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, let's just fire. Let's go again. I'm so sorry. What was that? It was a mistake. Yeah, no, I know wrestlers that are paralyzed from mistakes. Where did you wrestle before? I didn't. <laughs> so what did you do? I was a model. Okay, um, right. You need to look at me so I know when to move. Oh, oh Jesus! What happened? Okay, so what happened here is finally the girl hit her for the third time, and Paige slapped her back. And now we get this part, and I'm sure me and Anthony will definitely have something to talk about here. She slapped her? Like, a for real slap? No, it was a receipt. Looks like a slap. It's called a receipt. You botch a move, you get a receipt. I'd apologize. For what? Receipts are important. It teaches you not to make the same mistake twice. We don't give receipts here. I said apologize. Well, you should. They'd pick things up a lot quicker. When I was learning, I got loads of receipts from my brother. This isn't some inbred backyard wrestling unit. This is the NXT. We don't do the receipt stuff around here. So if I ask you to apologize or do anything else, I expect you to do it. I was just teaching you how to... I just asked you to apologize! I'm sorry. All right. So, boy, this tells how far, I guess you could say how far or how far they've fallen in NXT where you're not even allowed to give receipts anymore. Again, I don't know if this is all true, but I agree with Paige. It does teach people not to make that mistake again. Um, they obviously do it in WWE, something we mentioned actually on Wednesday night during the uh, THT is when fucking Braun and Brock Lesnar got into it, and Brock fucking straight punched Braun uh, Strowman in the fucking face. Yeah, they showed him a replay, and he fucking rocked that, man. Like, And you could tell he was, like, out of it for a couple seconds before he kind of, like, snapped back into it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, well, I mean, it brought Braun to one knee. It didn't knock him down, but brought him down to one knee, and I don't know, like I said... When that, you know, we, when we first talked about it, when me and Shaheen first talked about it was Jesus Christ, even just for Braun to go to one knee for a guy like Brock Lesnar to hit you, that's a fucking tough son of a bitch right there. But, yeah. um, but you know, if it means anything, I'm pro receipt. I'm pro receipt. I mean, like I said, obviously yeah. the number one rule should be to, uh, protect your opponent, protect each other. 
make sure everybody leaves in the same condition that they came into the ring. But at the same time, if somebody fucks up, okay, you let one slide. If it's a continual thing at some point, you got to teach them a lesson. Not hurt them, but teach them a lesson like, don't do that, dude. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you do. You you definitely got to teach them a fucking lesson. Like, I'm with you, dude. I'm pro-receipt. I believe if you accidentally, I I believe the term is if you potato someone, you get a receipt. Now, Box, I mean, you, you, did you, you, uh, did you ever see that gift? Or did you ever see, uh, the, uh, Shamrock Invader match? I've seen that one where, yeah, where, yeah, yeah, it's like, and it's clear as fucking day, like, uh, I guess they're in, Vader's in the corner, Mm -hmm. Shamrock throwing some shots, and, uh, Vader's very clearly and obviously telling them to lighten up a little bit. Shamrock's not getting the memo. (laughs) And fucking Vader just, Goes and hits him with one of the stiffest fucking clotheslines you'd ever want to see. What about Mike? Yeah. What about um, uh, Saturn and what was that? Mike Bell or Mark Bell? Mike. It was Mike Bell. Mike he, Bell. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Talk about it. I mean, that was a maniac receipt. But Jesus Christ, dude! It, 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 it We've seen it happen a thousand times in fucking wrestling. Yeah, I mean, and, and like I said, like the Saturn situation, that was a bit much. That was a bit much, but it, but again, like the, the, there's balances. Like I understand some people have a better temperament for dealing with certain things, right? But I, I, I'm still pro receipt. Like I said, you don't go the Saturn route because that's to me an extreme. But uh, you give somebody a little love tap, little potato back, you know, got teach them a lesson that way, but not literally trying to fucking break their neck. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like Brock did. I mean, even Brock went a little. Overboard. If that was a smaller guy that he hit in the face like that, that motherfucker would have been knocked the fuck out. Because it's Brock Lesnar, dude. <laughs> and like I said, those gloves he wears, there's a plastic bar right here on the palm. Right here. Yeah. That um is on those. I've got a pair of those, those actual fucking gloves. And those fucking things that that packs more of a punch. So, Jesus Christ, dude, I would not, not want to get fucking hit by Brock Lesnar. I'll tell you that right now. But, uh, yeah, like B-Make says, it's 2019. You can't do the, the New Jack route anymore. Yeah, nobody's throwing Vic Grimes anymore. Um, but anyway, Paige is all upset because of the, you know, the fact that she's not, she feels she's not working with wrestlers. She's working with models. She calls her mom and her mom basically says the same thing. Uh, we'll go ahead and play some of that. I just lie awake thinking about what you're all doing. I haven't even met Caden yet. You don't miss him much, just shitting and pissing. How's your training, love? It's really hard. I mean, it's meant to be hard. If it was easy, any poor bastard could do it. What's your competition like? Mm. All the other girls are gorgeous. Yeah, well, they've probably been chosen for their looks, unlike you. Thanks, Mum. No, I don't mean that, do I? I just mean the WWE. They take on models and cheerleaders and girls that just want to get famous jiggling their tits in their ass. I don't have girls with wrestling experience like you. You're going to blow them out of the water. Maybe. Ever since we announced you've been signed, it has gone absolutely mental over here. We are selling a ton of merchandise. What merchandise? Okay. In my opinion, this is another scene that started out nice, but starts showing once again, all her parents want to do is make money off of her. That's it. That's all they want to do. And I'm going to prove that by hitting play again. Who's that? 
It's you, isn't it? You. Who's making them? Yeah, they have all the kids. Are you running a sweatshop? It's Making not dogs. a sweatshop. No, in a sweatshop you get paid. All right, no more rice for you. Huh? Hey, Spade. Number one best-selling item. For full. Signed picture. But who's signing them? Who do you think? I got RSA. Yeah, but that is from wanking, not writing. <laughs> Wait, guys, Paige should have an eye in it. Should it? Uh, uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, it doesn't matter. None of our fans can read anyway. Listen, I had a brainwave about the Chris Massacre. Zack Zodiac versus the WWE's... Page. I don't know, Dad, I'm not sure. Uh, you're going to win, you know? The fans will love it. What do you think, Zack? Zack loves the idea. We sold a lot of tickets, babe. Wait, you sold tickets? Without telling me? We're telling you now. Look at that. Look at that. That's all you. You should be proud. You're doing that for your family. Now imagine you get on the main roster, huh? We'll make millions. What if I don't get on main roster? What? Not at all like that, darling. Look, you just, you work hard, yeah? Keep focused. We're all proud of you. We believe in you. Yeah. All right. So there you go. So once again, and this is only my opinion of the movie, shows what pieces of shit carnies, like everyone in the chat has been saying, her parents really are. Yeah. I mean, and again, I know they're in the fucking wrestling business. I get that. But I just think this makes her parents look fucking horrible throughout the whole fucking movie. It does this. And again, I don't know if that's what The Rock was going for or the writer, Steve Merchant, but that's what they, that's what, that's what they came out with. That's what it looks like to me, you know? So. She does go out though and try to talk to these uh the mean girls who, you know, are out there. And once again, she uh she steps on her fucking tongue here. Yeah, he's been dropped on the head too many times. Hey. I just I just wanted to explain the receipt. I got a bit nervous because Kirsten up until a few months ago she was just a model. Sometimes WWE, they hire girls who just want to jiggle their tits and ass and get famous, basically. Like cheerleaders, models, dancers, whatever. I was a model. All right. Cheerleader. Cool. Well, at least you're not dancers. <laughs> I'm... See you later. Okay, so not making friends. Obviously not making friends. Um, and now we get to another kind of strange part in the movie that I'm not even sure why I'm going to play. I'm not going to play all this, but I'm going to play a little bit of it where do you, rem did, I guess this must've been before the network where they had promo contests in NXT. Uh, yeah. Remember, um, yeah, 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 because I uh, remember NXT before it became a kick-ass uh, developmental organization in its own right, it was actually a competition show. Yeah, but that was on SmackDown. No, no, no. Yeah. Remember, NXT, NXT is what replaced um, ECW, and it was a competition show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was like, it was like three or four seasons of like horrible shit. Well, remember that like, they had Daniel Bryan... Uh, Carrying the keg, they had like keg contests and 
Titus fucking uh, Titus O'Neil. He was tripping all over the place. Michael McGillicuddy was or Kurt Henning's son yep. cutting some of the most god awful promos you ever want to hear. No, Titus, <laughs> Titus O'Neil cut terrible shit. Titus cut the worst promo. If you want to, you want to win, make it a win. Oh, and uh, shout out to B Max for uh, having my back. Canyon Seaman, sir. That was the guy's name. Canyon Seaman. Don't blame me because his parents have shitty taste in last names. And we're this is a show. This is a show about Paige. So Seaman is a very appropriate name to use. Uh. <laughs> All right. Look, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. Let's uh, let's play this little promo contest. Which, my God, this is god awful. Meanwhile, once again, these girls are fucking hot as hell. Um, if you go through the IMDb, honestly, they're they have like two or three movies to their name. They're not known for doing much at all, and, and I'm surprised he didn't take a shot at uh, Johnny uh, Ace. Because wasn't that like for a while? That's how like a lot of those chicks got their job because he just was flipping through like uh like fucking uh Victoria's Secret catalogs. I think that was a story about how Kelly Kelly got hired. He yeah. had saw her in like some type of magazine. How damn she's hot! Somebody get her information. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it, dude. It's probably exactly how they were finding people, but uh go ahead and go to this again this whole promo thing and i'll be honest with you i'm surprised they didn't take any of these girls from the movie and sign them to nxt or at least sign them to the casting couch yeah if, that, that's that that would have been my first move yeah i can get you hired yeah if, I mean, if sorry got, it didn't work out next if they, if they got <laughs> if they got those credits i'm gonna take a look but uh let's let's go ladies and gentlemen we are nxt and the future is now Please welcome Jerry Lynn! Welcome Kirsten! All the way from the UK, We know this part isn't true. When she first debuted in NXT, the crowd knew exactly who she was. So, no, 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 no. This isn't true. But anyway, let's go ahead and play a little more of this. Meanwhile, Madison is the one, in my opinion, who resembles Carmella and a little bit of Eve Torres, too, a little bit. But Mm, uh, definitely resembles Carmella a lot. So... Yeah, this is what I paid for. Three hot chicks and my dead grandmother. <laughs> Look on the bright side. At least he's not in a bikini. <laughs> and now it's time for the WWE Divas Pomo Challenge! My name is Kirsten. Future of NXT and the future looks good. But what can I say about Paige? I could say I'm gonna rearrange your teeth. But you're British, I'd be doing you a favor. Now the world can be a very dark place. That's why people want sunshine and glamour. Which is why 
I'm going to stick your broomstick up your butt and fly you home to Hogwarts. A lot of Harry Potter jokes in this show, this movie, I, I noticed. A lot of Harry Potter jokes. Um, Paige then grabs the mic and completely freezes up here. I mean, totally freezes up. Again, I'm not sure if this is true. I never saw this promo contest thing for the women. And I don't, and Paige was never on one of the NXT shows like this. No. No, AJ Lee was. She won one of them. Yeah. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The less said about the NXT shit, the better. They did like, um, I think they did like a total of like five seasons of it. And in, in the five seasons, the, um, by the, by like the fifth season, it had already been canceled from, uh, what was it on sci-fi? And they had moved it to the uh, website. And it was like the never ending fucking, that shit went on for like, I don't know. It felt like years, but it went on for like almost like half a year after it was fucking canceled on the website. It was brutal. Yeah. I never really watched any of that. But um, but hey, it's all on the network for nine ninety nine. There you go, exactly. But uh, once again, you know, we get since she froze up in the ring, she's all pissed off. She doesn't think she can do it. She goes back and she cries. Yeah. In her. Uh, and, 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 yeah. Yeah. This is where I call creative license because now, I'm not saying Paige didn't. The real Paige didn't struggle a little bit with confidence, but that never was portrayed in real. From what I saw. Right. Either on the main roster or NXT, she never seemed like she was ever timid. I don't recall ever seeing her look like unsure of herself. No, no, definitely not. But um, she tries to call her brother, and I, I we find out later she's been trying to call her brother. He's not answering. Once again, just doesn't want to fucking deal with with it, and uh, even gets so upset that he goes to pick up the guys for the wrestling thing, like he does every day. And just drives off, doesn't even pick them up, leaves them standing there, and they don't give a shit. They're just going back to what they're doing. Um, now we, and then we see Paige. This is where she, like I said, I, a part in this movie where she actually, she kind of looks in the, looks in a mirror and sees she's not like the other girls. So she goes and gets a tan and dyes her hair blonde. She, did not do this in NXT. Like I said, she did this in her first tryout for WWE. They did not like it. They wanted the different, the black hair, the gothy girl. And eventually she came back and gave that to him, and that's what she stuck with. So once again, this is not really a true part in the movie. Um, but what are you going to do? But uh, she does... She, she kind of looks like... <laughs> Believe it or not, she looks like Halle Berry in uh, the X-Men movie where she plays Storm. Oh, with the blonde? No, I'm surprised you didn't say somebody else. Who? Uh, When she had the blonde, you know who I was thinking of? Another train wreck. Oh, who? Lindsay Lohan. Oh, a little bit. A little bit, but uh, this is... I'm not talking prime Lindsay Lohan. I'm talking about downhill. Yeah. (laughs) Working with Charlie Sheen, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I got you. I got you. Definitely. But um, then we see this once again is where, like I said, this is where they get the uh, this reminds me of of the uh, Broken Skull Ranch. They're out there, you know, flipping tires and going under things like army people. And 
doing army crawls and it, it really just I'm like Jesus Christ did Stone Cold consult on this fucking movie yeah and like I said creative license this is where I'm saying I don't know man it's just like I don't want to say they made a mockery of what it takes to be a be a wrestler but they kind of made a mockery of it <laughs> yeah a little bit like I said I know they're not on the beach doing this shit but um anyway Paige was trying to lift the do the Lift the, they got these tractor tires out there that they have to flip three times, and she couldn't do it. And she gets on the bus to go back to the college, and you know where NXT is in Full Sail University, and that's which was is a smart idea if you think about it because they got dorms. Really, not a bad idea when you bring in. I wonder how many people they how many people are in NXT they have staying at these dorms, man. Hmm. Oh, it's a lot of people they got down there, and they keep signing people every fucking week. But um, yeah. she thinks the mean girls are talking about her, and they bring up a little something she said earlier. Talk about me again behind my back, and I swear I'll give you more than a receipt. I wasn't talking about you. You're so fake. No one was oh talking God. about you. I saw you. We weren't talking about. What do you think you? I'm stupid? I've been sat right there just watching you. I'm talking about her. Who is she? My daughter, who I haven't seen in four months because I'm here putting up with your shit so she can have a better life. I, I didn't know you had a daughter. No, you don't know anything about me. Or them, or about our lives, or why we're here. Well, you never told me. You never asked. Why would you? We're just tits and ass, right? Alright, so they bring up the whole tits and ass thing. The whole bus is looking at her like she's the bad person. And, you know, even Vince Vaughn gives her a little, oh, you're the bad person look. But, uh, he comes down and has a little talk with her, Vince Vaughn. And, uh, I'm definitely going to play that talk, but obviously this is where Paige is having the, can I do this? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not fitting in. But you also have to remember, she's 18 and 19 during these these scenes, according, you know. So she's very young compared to these other girls. And every, not even the girls, and the guys. She's very young compared to anyone there. I mean, Paige is one of the youngest people ever signed. And she's still the youngest person to ever hold that fucking butterfly title. Yeah, so so what you're trying to say is she was a she was a typical 18 year old, young, naive, unsure of herself, which makes a prime for a a guy like Brad Maddox. No, what you makes her, no, 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 no. What makes her prime for guys is she has daddy issues. Clear. <laughs> so I mean, and all jokes aside, okay, all jokes aside, you say daddy issues, right? That's where the stripper joke came in from Vince Vaughn, I think. Yeah, so ba- based on like her parents, how they portrayed in this movie, you talk about money grubbing assholes. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I think needs a lot more attention that we haven't really brought up is we don't really get that daddy's girl vibe. Like he doesn't, he the father doesn't come across like he p- would protect his daughter at all costs. You know, how, you know the old joke about you know fuck with my daughter, here's my guns and all that. You don't get that vibe from him. You get the vibe that he just as soon pimper out. That he would fucking try to protect her from, you know, asshole guys. Unfortunately, you do get that feeling that, again, dude, there's scumbags that just want to make money off them. Once again, 
everyone in the chat rooms are putting their fucking carnies. That's exactly what they come off as in this fucking movie. And I'm going to say it once again. I know I've said it probably two or three times, but I don't know if that's what the writers and uh, Rock was going for. But it definitely came out that way. And like I said, this movie focused... I mean, I'm not going to say it focused more on the brother, but it put a lot of focus on the brother being being depressed and jealous. And it kind of took away from the whole page story a little bit. Yeah. But the, the moral of this story is this, Box. If you're a father and you have daughters, hug your daughters. Not hugging your daughters leads to a pole and clear heels. Yeah, here's the moral. Don't let your daughters become wrestlers. <laughs> You ever hear that old country song, Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up To Be Cowboys? Daddies Don't Let Your Daughters Grow Up To Be Wrestlers. How's that? Well, Helen Hart would be disappointed. because <laughs> You ever hear that story? Because <laughs> uh, what's the heart? It's like 12,000 12, hearts. And it was like, I don't know, like four or five girls. She didn't want any of them marrying wrestlers, right? Yeah. She didn't want the boys to be wrestlers or the daughters to marry. Every, every one of her sons <laughs> ended up being wrestlers. All of her daughters ended up marrying wrestlers. Could not escape that fucking wrestling business <laughs> to her dying day. Jesus Christ. That's how it goes, man. That's how it goes, man. Let's see here. All right. I'm typing something in here. Here we go. All right. Let's. Uh... So, like I said, she was definitely, you know, sitting there and debating whether or not she wanted to even do this and. Why can't she get along with everybody and why doesn't she fit in, which kind of goes with the whole page character of the anti-diva not being the, you know, usual blonde haired, big tit bimbo, which. Yeah, yeah Nia Jax theme fits Paige more than Nia Jax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the whole I'm not like most girls, even though, you know, Nia, the whole gimmick was she's like bigger than everybody. But the whole I'm not like most girls fits Paige more if you really stop and think about it. Or it, it, it used to. Yeah, exactly. But uh, here we go. Vince Vaughn sits down, has a little talk with her. And this is where we get our first little uh, little inside, another, not a first inside reference, but another little inside reference that is a first of two. Here we go. Well, the girls took a vote. You're the homecoming queen. Thanks. How do you think this ends for you? On main roster, Divas champion. You realize that today was about proving that you deserve that, right? I'll start proving myself when you put me with real wrestlers. Wrestlers like my brother. Your brother's a journeyman. <laughs> no. Yes. No. They're stars. And then there's journeymen who take the hits to make the stars look good. And your brother's a journeyman. He's the punching bag. He's the guy with the bad shorts with no fanfare. No, you bring him here. I bring him out here and then what? We put him on the road for 200 days a year? He's chasing fame that's never going to come to him? His wife starts screwing the garbage man because he's never around? This kid can't remember <laughs> his face and for what? Maybe he'd get a shot at a pay-per-view event. And he would try so hard to make an impression, he'd probably let a real star throw him off a 30-foot cage onto a concrete floor. Have his shoulder bone just kind of splice right through his rotator cuff, tear it clean in half. And then the doctor would say, that's it, your wrestling career is over. But why quit then? He wouldn't stop. 
So then the wife would leave him and take the kid, and then he would just keep chasing the pipe dream until he ended up 4,000 miles away from anyone that ever loved him. He'd be bitter and he'd be mean. <laughs> and he'd be all by himself and just wishing to God he could get his kid to return his phone call. Is that the life that you want for your brother? No, I know that wouldn't happen to Zach. I didn't think that would happen to me. We didn't sign your brother, and we shouldn't have signed you. You're weak in your body, and your, your spirit's weak. If you think it's tough now, this is only going to get harder. You should go home. Wrestle with your family and be happy. That's how this ends for you. All right. So, like I said, a little bit of that tough love um, from Vince Vaughn there. Kind of that, you know, really think about it stuff. But uh, that was before the holiday and uh, Christmas time. And she does go back to England for the holiday. Now, Box, let me ask you. Because I actually did enjoy this scene. Now, you know, I want to play devil's advocate here and just get your insight on some things. Now, the whole knock on WWE is they're, they're these heartless bastards that only care about the bottom line and how much money they can squeeze out of all of their talent, right? Mm-hmm. Every last cent. Case in point, the recent Goldberg and the Undertaker debacle. Right. Now, do you think they have these moments of clarity and humanity where they are straight up with people and try to give them like some good motherly slash fatherly advice like, Respect the fact that this is your dream, but you're just not cut out for this business. Do you think they have that tact when it's warranted to kind of like let people down easy? Like, this ain't for you. This line of work ain't for you. Do you think they had those moments or do you think it's all get the fuck out? I don't think they have those moments. Um, I think it's get the fuck out. I think it's your, your, I mean, meanwhile, they're not firing anyone right now. Um, I mean, literally, if you want to fuck up in WWE, now is the time to do it because AEW, around, they're not letting anyone go for anything. Um, no, I don't think they have these little moments. Maybe every now and then with someone they really see something in. Um, maybe like a Johnny Gargano or something they would do this to, but I don't see him doing it at all. I, I, I don't think that's how they work. Yeah, I mean, well, not well. They love Johnny, so he. But I mean, more of a more along the lines of the brother, the brother that's calling like he's talking on the phone. He's all he's damn near suicidal. Like I got whatever you got. What you're looking for? No, you don't. What What do you need me to be? I can be that. Yeah, no. Kid, you know, you don't think they had those moments where they try? Because literally, I feel like that was a cry for help. No, no. I think <laughs> was, I think they would just say you don't have what we're looking for. We're sorry. And I notice he uses the same line. We saw your tape and we're all impressed. Notice that <laughs> line came up like two or three times. So that's the line they must use. But Jesus Christ, dude, no way. No. Oh, uh, Shaheen says Triple H has those moments all the time. And they're always on camera, aren't they? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, you mean? <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that's basically a troll job now. Whenever somebody gets signed or have a big moment, I'm always looking for that Triple H pick with him. <laughs> I'm always yeah. looking for the Triple H photo op. Yeah, 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 yeah. Triple H always. There's always a camera around when Triple H has that moment. Notice that. You know. Yeah. You know. You know how it is. But there we go. Let's go ahead and 
now, like I said, she did go back to the UK and uh, she's hanging out in um, there. Pl- plenty. Uh, uh, anyway, let's uh, go ahead and go to the next scene where she does remember the match that her dad set up with her brother. And she's going to that that uh, match right now. She's in her whole little Christmas outfit. Her brother is in some odd looking Christmas shorts that are really too small for him. But um, yeah, this was a weird scene. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she does go in. She says hi to him, and you can sort of see the animosity between them and the jealousy. So, hey, hey, oh, all right. How you doing? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, well, I tried calling you loads of times, but... Yeah, my phone's probably been off. Caden, been working a ton. Okay. How's the States? Uh, yeah, I've been wanting to talk to you about that, actually. Um, I'm, I'm not going to go back. It's this harder than we ever thought it would be. And I... I can't do it. I was hoping you could help me tell Mum and Dad about it. Later. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Thanks. The reigning Alright. So, again, you can hear the animosity in the voice a little bit. The fact that he's a little bit jealous. And now he's even more pissed off because she's about to blow the opportunity of a fucking lifetime. And box. Uh huh. We we are about to break down the double cross. The, 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 yes. I, I'm sorry, but I, I know they probably meant for this to be a dramatic scene, but I'll be honest, I found myself kind of laughing. I did too <laughs> at the fact that they tried to do a shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but this was this was unintentional comedy for me. I don't want to speak for you, but I was laughing my ass off watching this. No, this was a little bit ridiculous. I mean, he literally. Literally right now is where he, uh, as they say, goes into business for himself. Uh, and remember they said she was going to win, which I'm sure WWE would have enjoyed and liked. And But uh, she goes back and he, shoot, quote unquote, beats the hell out of her. And she loses this match and she's pissed off. He could have broke her bloody neck. Yeah. Exactly. He, but you know, according to them, he really just went in there and just shot on her and beat the shit out of her and this and that. I don't know. And dude, if he was really doing that, what father wouldn't have come into the ring and been like, "I would have beat the hell out of my kid if he was doing that." I'm sorry. I know you're not supposed to say that, but if you're in there and you start shooting, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stand up for my girl, but. uh where I go to is after that match where Paige gets up. She basically no-sells the whole thing, if you think about it. No-sells it. And then gets yeah. up, runs out of the ring, and starts yelling at him. And Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I love the father's first reaction. What the hell were you doing out there? You could have broke her neck. Not because he was concerned about her, but mainly like, the fuck, dude, we got a good deal going. Yeah. like she, I mean, you're, you're not getting signed by WWE no time soon. I'm where I'm at. Mom's where she's at. She's this is the meal ticket. The fuck are you doing over here? <laughs> you exactly. doing exactly? You're fucking up my money, motherfucker. Don't be fucking with our money. So here we go. What was that? 
slam me three times? Is that a joke? Zach. Oi, dickhead. You could have broken her neck. <laughs> she was in the ring too. She's a big girl. Give her shit. She does what she's told. She follows the script. Does she? Shut up, Zach. Well, you wanted my help telling him. Let's tell him. No, shut up. What is going on? Nothing. It's fine. Wait. Oh. You ain't pregnant, no, are you? No, I'm not pregnant. I'm right. kick the roof. No, I'm not pregnant. It's fine. She's quitting. What? You prick. You're welcome. Wait. You what? Ray, I'm confused. Is he? Is he joking? No, I, I can't do it. Of course you can do it. No, I wake up. I work out. I train. I come home. I can't sleep. And we do it all again the next day. I'm really lonely and I have no friends. Yeah, life of a wrestler. Get a cat. No, Dad, I don't want to be 4,000 miles away. I want to be here. I want to be with my family. You're doing this for your family? Yeah, I thought Zach would be there. Well, he ain't there. He bollocks it up. So did Roy. I'm not letting you bollocks it up at all. I'm not going back. You are going back to the States if I have to drag you there myself. You're an Alki ex-con, Dad. They're not going to let you in. Oi, you watch your mouth. You stay. I mean, first of all, that that that's a fact. Uh, secondly, again, he's not even. We do get a little tender moment with the dad, but I think that was to sort of uh, just kind of take the bad taste out of our mouth. The fact that all he's talking about is the fact that you're doing this for your family, and literally, basically saying, "My God, you're taking all of our money. Don't quit. You're gonna you're I, gonna break the family." I think he would have been happier if he had found out she was pregnant, which. Once again, was another little inside thing because apparently, uh, when Paige was conceived, her mother actually was wrestling unknowingly <laughs> while she was pregnant with Paige. Wow, I don't know if you knew that one. Yes, I did actually know that one. Um, I did. I actually did. Now they go a after that little scene though, after her parents show again what total trash they are, her dad mainly. Um, they get a call saying that, uh, the brother Zach didn't go home. And if you remember, they said that, uh, Roy, when he didn't get picked for WWE, didn't take it well, started drinking and picking fights. Well, it's exactly what actually Zach, they find him at a bar and he picked a fight with a bunch of guys and he Steven Seagal, these motherfuckers. Yeah, like yeah, he no, yeah, he did some fucking MacGyver shit. He's taking them out one by one with fucking uh pool balls, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, it, no, because in real life they would have dog piled them and beat the living fuck out of them. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what kind of wrestler he is. Yeah, <laughs> they would have dog piled them. Yeah, did, so that, once again, dude, creative license, I get it, but that was a little, that was a little fucking ridiculous. Yeah, he literally, dude, I'm telling you, he's Steven Seagal. Trust me, I watched seven Steven Seagal movies. Eight. I did watch Mark for Death the other day. Good uh, man. <laughs> I did watch Mark for Death. But, uh, I mean, he's literally, he's, he's throwing pool balls at him. He's breaking the pool cue. And he's fighting all these guys off. Finally, his dad comes in and stops him. But he's going down that same path that the brother did. And... uh they see it, and he doesn't see it, obviously, because, you know, he wouldn't be going down that path if he did. But uh he does, you know, they, they pull him out of there, and Paige has a good little talk with him. And I'm going to play the talk just because. Here we go. Second, please. Zach, why won't you talk to me? 
I just can't even look at you. Why? 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 Okay, do you actually know what it's like, Raya, to want one thing in life? One dream that you think about every single day. You work for and you train for and you get that close to it. And then your own sister takes it away from you. And then it turns out she doesn't even want it in the first place. That's why. We didn't take your dreams, Zach. No, then why am I still here? Because they didn't want you. I'm sorry, and it is so shitty, but it's not my fault. And it's not yours. It is just how it is. Right. Yeah, so you could either curl up at a ball and die, or you can live with it and move on and start seeing all the things you've got here. What have I got here? A beautiful son, a girlfriend that loves you. All those kids at the gym. Zach, you're teaching a blind kid how to wrestle. How is that even possible? Just because millions of people aren't cheering when you do it, it doesn't mean it's not important. <laughs> I didn't take your dream, Zach. It was my dream, too. Then why are you throwing it away? All right. So out of the whole family, this kid's just got a little carny in him, too, a little pissed off and all that. But he does at least have the heart to be supportive of her in his own crazy little way. You know? Yeah. yeah. Out of the whole family, you know, I mean, the dad may be sitting there. Again, this is where we get the little tender part with the dad. Um, I didn't have this in the to play, and I really don't feel like playing it, to be honest with you. It's sort of just a little tender moment where he's like, you know, your mom's right. If you don't want to go back, you don't have to go back. But, um, you know, it, it's, again, dude, I think the the brother was the only one that felt more even connected, though, yeah. connected and supportive, even if he was jealous and pissed off, you know, he's basically saying, you know, if I had your opportunity, I wouldn't piss it away like you're about to fucking do. And notice whenever she's trying to reach somebody back at home, mm-hmm. it was always a brother. You never hear trying to call mom. Where's my man? Where's the head at? It's always a brother. Right. And we actually get to another very important call from her brother coming up in a little bit here. But um, she does end up going back to NXT, and she goes back as Paige. Black hair, lip ring back in. She goes back ready to kick ass. And, uh, you know, Vince Vaughn kind of has a little uh, little little look at her. and Kick ass and give ass. There, See how to <laughs> come in full circle. Very good point, sir. Here we go. <laughs> help you with something you didn't cut me and i didn't quit i have a showcase in six weeks i don't have time for any drama i know Are you sure you want to be here yes then you better prove it to me yes coach there we go so that's basically exactly what she does from this point on she starts proving shit to him uh, you know, she's doing the work. She's even, she even gave away her wrestling buddy to give to, uh, what's her name's daughter? Madison, I believe is her yeah. name. And then it shows all the workout she's doing. And she's even helping the so-called mean girls work out. Cause remember, she is the wrestler out of the bunch of models and dancers and cheerleaders. She is the actual wrestler out of them, even though she's young, 18 years old. Um, and you know, it shows them practicing stuff and going through and 
the one move they're trying to do is this suicide dive, but uh, the one thing that shows the coach what kind of person she is is when um, Jerry Lynn goes to honk the horn and she does this. Don't you dare. Squeeze his horn and I will give you such a receipt. <laughs> Horn's right so here. So you touch his dirty horn. Come on, Jerry. Let's go. You can do it. You You're They show her pep talking Jerry Lynn. And that is where Vince Vaughn, he gives her a little look. He sees that she's kind of becoming sort of a leader back yeah, there gee. of these of the of the mean girls. Yeah, Jesus, what what a fucking shitty worker Jerry Lynn turned out to be, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, that, uh, that, that, that Jerry Lynn, you know, just, she sucks. She sucks. Um, you know, just the way it goes. But, uh, she's working with them and they're even working with her to give her a little bit of a, a feminine walk to the ring. And we do actually, this little walk is actually the walk she uses, but um, we go a little more, and she's back in promo class. And remember, first time she sort of didn't do well. Second time she froze up in the ring, and uh, now there's no way any of these comments would fly in WWE, but they're at least funny. You're not the girl I paid for. I know. The girl you paid for is tied up in your basement. You suck. Yeah, but you swallow. Oh. Eat me. No thanks. I'm trying to bulk up. Then <laughs> me go. So there we go. Once again, this is sort of a training montage-ish of them just kind of going through and showing her training and, you know, doing all this stuff and finally they go to the NXT match and they're in the ring and they they do pull off the suicide dive and oh boy is Vince Vaughn a happy happy camper from there yes and they all had a tender moment where there were once again I know it's a movie but it kind of irritated me they pull off the suicide dive and instead of selling and laying there you know, like professionals would do. They're looking at each other, smiling. Yay, girls, we did it. And we didn't hurt each other. Like, the fuck? I don't know. Just At least portray some semblance of realism here, please. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They, yeah, exactly. They're getting. But again, it is a movie. Creative license. And they don't have to sell. This isn't a match. We're not. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, I know. But that, that, that's just like one of those little things. I know, but again, we're not watching a match. If we were watching a match, we would critique that, but we're watching a, a loose documentary of this. So, and it does show her brother next getting out of prison. Um, they do one more cut and they cut some other girl who they don't even show in the movie, uh, except for right there. But they do show her brother, Roy, getting out of prison finally. Um, and, uh, you know, they're all there to meet him. And they finally go, and they are going to WrestleMania. That is what they are doing. And all the girls, all the girls that are left are going to WrestleMania. This is the first time we see Zelina Vega as AJ Lee in this movie, by the way. God, she's a hot little fucking... She's a... 
spicy tamale, isn't she? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, she really is. Um, doesn't look anything like AJ Lee. I'm not sure why they got her to play the part. I guess because she could wrestle. But I really think she looks nothing like AJ Lee, to be honest with you. Yes. And, and she wasn't wearing the Chuck Taylors that uh, AJ Lee made famous. So ah, once again, create, create, you know, attention to detail. You're right. And like, remember, and remember, like, AJ Lee had like a distinctive look with a ring gear. She didn't really use ring gear. Like I said, she had the Chuck Taylor. She would do the, uh, short shorts and like a cut off shirt. Yeah. Type of deal. Now, there's no, I'm going to play this part real quick. Okay. And I have to ask you something if this was another rib on page afterwards. So I'm going to play this part and then we're going to go. This is where she's in catering and she's seeing all the superstars and she's standing behind Big Show and Seamus. You know I'm an emotional eater. You're enabling me now. This is going to make me gain weight. You burn it off in the ring. It's great. Look at this. I song. can't burn I it off. As much as you want. Hi. Hey. I'm a massive fan. Cool. Thanks. Thanks. It's free, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's free. Yeah, uh, uh, you want to leave some for the rest of us there? Yeah. Come with me. Have a good match, boys. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Okay, Paige takes three hot dogs here. I bet it was more than three. Is, but, uh, is this another rib on Paige, the fact she takes three hot dogs? Uh, let me, oh, uh, yeah, let me see. You had, uh, who are we missing? You had Maddox, you had, uh, uh, Woods. Del Rio. What was Del Rio? Del Rio. Oh, Del Rio's the third one. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know. Uh, no, mate, no. I don't know why. For some reason, I was thinking Ryback was involved in this somehow. Well, a lot of people said Ryback was the cameraman, and I believe he kind of said he might have been. Yeah. That's where he was involved. Um, now, now, Vince Vaughn, while she's sitting there talking to uh, Big Show and Seamus, calls her back. And she goes into a kind of secret room, which is kind of a little secret suite at the Staples Center, which is where they're record where they're doing all this part right here. And uh, she ends up meeting with The Rock, which she doesn't even know she's meeting with The Rock. And uh, this is where she gets told she's going to be debuting on Raw. And they even call her family. Hey. How you doing? Yeah, good. You? Did you bring it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I brought it. Paige, when, uh, when's the last time you spoke to your family? A couple of weeks ago. Well, I think we should call them. <laughs> you want to call my family? I would like to call your family. So what's their number? Am I in trouble? The Black Widow is in! And she packs out! Which prick is calling me during WrestleMania? <laughs> it's, it's uh, it's Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, and I'm Vin Diesel, mate. Well, <laughs> let's hope not. No, it is. Man. Okay, that's a funny line for a lot of reasons. I'm Vin Diesel, mate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, because this would have been after uh, Rock had his fall out with Vin Diesel. So yeah. I, I can see that being like a nice little subtle jab at uh, Vin Diesel. Yeah, with the, oh, let's hope not. But um, and obviously he's involved in the Fast and Furious, Vin Diesel's. Well, I I still say The Rock kind of 
took over that franchise, but that's sort of Vin Diesel's franchise, that sort of Fast and Furious thing. So just kind of a good little joke. Like I said, there's a lot of little inside things that some of us are going to pick up on, some of us aren't. And I think that's, again, where they were trying to get us, the smart marks, involved in the movie. Um, keep going here. Mr. Knights, Dwayne Johnson, how are you? Prove it. Uh, okay. If you smell what the rock is cooking. Yeah. Bullshit. God, he hung up on the rock. I'm sorry. What? Dad, it's actually him. You what? Yeah, it's actually him. Hold the line one second. It's Raya and the Rock. Yeah, right. I got you on speakerphone, sir. Hey, yeah, it's uh, it's Dwayne Johnson. I'm here with your daughter now, and uh, and I first met her in London, and I've been keeping tabs on her. And uh, I just heard some news that I wanted to share with her, and I thought you guys should hear it too at the same time. Right. What news? Paige's time with the NXT is over. Oh. Hey. Oh. Because. Tomorrow night, she'll make her debut live on Raw, and she will be fighting AJ Lee for the Divas title. Wait, what? Dick me dead, bury me pregnant. There it is again. Dick me dead, bury me pregnant. There we go. Once again, that line is said. I said it would be said one more time. There it is. Uh, here we go. You don't know what this means to us, Mr. Rock. Actually, uh, I know exactly what it means to you, ma'am. I, um, I myself have come from a wrestling family, too, and to share this news with you guys just so you can enjoy it and also just so Paige can prepare herself mentally to go out there tomorrow night and win over the crowd. Because if you don't do that, then they're going to find somebody else who will. And then this whole opportunity will uh, will be gone by next week. She's not going to let you down, Mr. Rock. I, I, I promise you, she's going to smash it. She'll kill it. I'm proud of you, Ray. I love you, princess. We're all with you, darling. You're amazing, baby. I love you, Rog. <laughs> Rog. I, I love you, too. <laughs> all right, so there you go. They find out she's going to debut on Raw. She's going to go up against AJ Lee for the fucking title. And her brother, once again, is pissed off. Um, oh. Don't want to miss the part where uh, The Rock. Uh, hold on here. Got to get to this part real quick, and then we'll uh, then we'll go on a little bit more here. We got to get to the part where we hear the sex tape joke. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks for picking me. No, I didn't pick you. I just work here. <coughs> you know him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that guy. We once had a crazy match where he threw himself off the top of a thirty-foot steel cage just to make me look good. I'll see you later, sex tape. Why'd you call him sex tape? Uh, because he makes people famous. Good luck tomorrow. Okay, so we got two little insides right there. The 30-foot cage just made me look good, so we found out that that's the guy that took him out of the business. Um, it almost makes it sound like this character is Mick Foley. Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's just like, yeah. yeah I mean, I clearly, clearly... On the one hand, you could look at it as a sign of respect since Foley did do a lot to help get The Rock to the next level just for the abuse that he took in their feud. 
Right. But I, I, I just thought it was a little ridiculous. I'm, once again, I understand creative license, but <laughs> fuck, I, even during his prom, I just don't see Rock risking it all. I don't see Rock. Somebody goes to Rock and say, Rock, climb up on top of the hell of a cell. The fuck you mean? <laughs> like, I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> even, 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 even if he's not taking a bump, he's not doing no shit like that. So I thought that was a little like, yeah. 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 And obviously the, the sex tape joke is obviously a joke. I guess they were figuring we might as well address it instead of ignore it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I think that might be the only way to go for it. But anyway, we go to, another, to the next scene real quick, and it's Roar, uh, Roy and Zach. They're running, and, uh, you know, they're talking about Paige making it from this little town, and they have their little moment. Uh, I'm not going to play any of that. Um, and he starts once again. Zach kind of goes out and starts picking up the, the guys again. He sort of sees the error of his ways. And he's picking up all the kids again, even the blind kid. This is where we get to see the blind kid do a crazy sort of spinning cross crossbar fucking from the top rope and it, the blind kid. And it's just, I don't know. It's a great moment, I guess you could say. But, uh, you know, once again, we've said that Zach is the only one that sort of the supporter of Paige in this movie and they're trying to get her out of the room she's not coming out but uh, she does do one thing she calls her brother and actually her brother calls her and this is kind of where she gets her kind of energy from well you got a face like a bulldog looking piss off a thistle Zach I can't do this what are you talking about? I'm going to choke. I'm going to screw up. I'm going to watch a move. I, I won't go over the crowd. Hey! Come on, let's go! It's like I have no idea who I'm supposed to be out there. Do what The Rock said. Be the first you. Oh, bollocks to The Rock! That's not advice, Zach. That's a tweet. <laughs> He's not some weirdo freak from Norwich, is he? No, but that is who you are. Who else are you going to be? Come on, if you can't do this, no one can. You're a knight. Wrestling's in your blood. High hepatitis. A, B and C. <laughs> Riddled. And you got something else. Something that I don't have. Yeah, like what? That extra something. Yeah, you don't know that. I've always known that. Why do you think I've been acting like such a prick? And listen to me, right? No matter what happens, when you go out there, it will never be as bad as that time in King's Lynn when I went on wearing Dad's shorts. <laughs> when your penis fell out. When my penis fell out. <laughs> Everyone was laughing at it. Everyone wasn't laughing at it. Pe right, people were laughing at the situation. Why did you even stay in the ring? Because I'm a bloody professional and so are you, right? That's what I'm saying. So, have you got your own shorts on tonight? Yes, my penis won't fall out. Then get out there. Right? Thank you. That's what I'm here for. My purple butt plug won't fall out either. Oh, maybe it will. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
anyway, after that beautiful conversation with her brother, that probably wasn't the right joke to make. But, uh, yeah, she does talk to her brother there. And, again, he's seen the error in his ways and, um, you know, kind of calls her, gives her a little pep talk. She does go out there. Uh, she does freeze up on the mic after she goes out there originally, but does end up, and if we all remember this, does end up winning this match. And we all know she did not know she was going to win this match. You believe that? I do. From her reaction? Yeah, I do. I do. She was crying, dude. I mean, and you don't think she—you don't think she's that good of an actress to pull that off, like in the moment, like. <sighs> probably not. <laughs> probably not. I—I I, I just don't think so. But no, I mean, it, it was red. Even Meltzer said it. So everyone, a lot of people said that she did not know she was going to win that title that night. I mean, that was her debut. How many people won the title in their debut? Not many. This is true. Um. Now, she does cut a promo now, honestly, and I was looking this up during the show, Paige never cut a promo until after. It was outside, it was it was backstage, and it was only on WWE.com. Um, she never cut this promo, so this is complete, complete bullshit. Uh, she ended up, roll- she rolled out of the ring and they got the promo backstage. So this yeah. thing here, this is bullshit, but let's listen to it anyway. I am a freak from Norwich, England. And I have dreamt of this since I was 13 years old. And it's not just mine, it belongs to my family. It belongs to anyone who ever felt like they are the freak from Norwich, the oddballs, the outsiders, the ones that don't belong. My name is Paige, and this is my house now! There you go. Yeah. And this is where it ends. Uh, obviously, they didn't want to go any further than this, really. Um, they couldn't really go any further than this. But, uh, yeah, she never really cut this uh, this promo. And it does say at the end of this movie, Paige remains the youngest Divas champion in history. Her popularity and influence helped usher in the women's revolution, gaining more respect and airtime for the women of WWE. Uh, the Rock even decided to... Uh, uh, Zach actually continues to wrestle with Roy and trained new recruits at the WAW school. And again, his blind student did become a professional wrestler. And The Rock decided to put in here that he became a successful, uh, had a successful career outside of wrestling. You got to make sure people know that one. You got to make sure people know that The Rock actually, you know, did something in his life. Like, no one fucking knows that. Um, During the credits, though, they they do actually show some stuff with... The uh, real page in the movie, a young, very young page, and her brother both in the, doing this. Her brother is actually in the movie in a couple of spots as an extra. Yeah. Uh, her real brother. 
But it does show at the end of the movie her real parents and her doing some moves and kind of them going through. And again, um, once again, I do think this parents this movie just made her parents look like trash, just like complete carnies. Again, we've been saying it throughout the whole show, um, throughout the whole movie. But definitely, you know, I, I found this movie didn't. Again, it wasn't a horrible movie. It wasn't a great movie. It was a good little documentary on page. Um, obviously, it wasn't. It says it's a true story, and obviously, we know there's some things in there that weren't true. They took some liberties, um, but still, definitely came out to be a good movie. Yeah, I mean, I look at it like this. Um, initially, when you find out they're doing a movie on page, it's like really. This soon already, but given what we know now, this might end up being her uh, story of her career from beginning to end. Yeah, cut cut short. But you know, at least she got the moments. At least she did. At least she can say she made it. Had a couple of spotlight moments, and right, you know, made some money, and still presently making money with the company. Yeah, exactly. Now there is another sister in that family. when you're watching when Roy gets released from jail, there is another sister there mm-hmm. that is not Paige. She is the only one in the family not a wrestler. She's actually a dentist. So, she probably like, my family's a bunch of fuck-ups, so please don't associate me with them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's probably exact, That's probably close to how it fucking came out. Um, and most of the other things that... Uh, the other trivias in the movie we kind of went through as the movie went so really there's not much to uh to go through here we kind of ended it man the movie's over yeah got it all done not bad like i said it 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 definitely like i said it wasn't a horrible movie we know they took a lot of liberties with some scenes like even the end scene right there with the promo she never cut that promo um but still like i said it I think some of the main focus being on her brother took a little bit away from the story of Paige. And I don't know. Again, I'm not sure if that's something they meant they meant to do also was make the movie a lot more about her brother. But it it definitely made the movie seem like it was more about the family than just Paige, which the name of the movie was Fighting With My Family, not the Paige story. So I don't know, man. I, I, I think... And like B Meg says, the real story is probably more interesting than the movie. I'm pretty sure you're right. It probably is. Um, again, that family is not really known for being the most upstanding family over there from the from what both of us have heard. Yeah, so, I can see that. But um not a horrible movie. Definitely a decent movie. I would definitely recommend everybody if you haven't watched it, check it out. Even for those inside references that we played, it's worth checking out. It's definitely it's definitely worth checking out. You know, and if you're a wrestling fan, it's kind of a movie that uh you're gonna want to watch anyway. So uh I don't know, man. What do you think? Uh overall the be- the best way I could describe this movie is I feel like it's a PG version of uh Beyond the Man. Cause I felt like at different points they wanted to go the whole Expose somewhat the underbelly of what professional wrestling really is, 
but because it's 2019 and they're trying to get present a Walt Disney version of pro wrestling, they kind of scale back on some things. But overall, I, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. You know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a train wreck. But like B Max said, the real story, if like another, if you got to sit down with the family, the actual family, and page yourself, mm-hmm. I feel like the actual story would be interested in the movie because you would get the you would get the no frills, no bullshit version. Yeah, yeah, and this sort of was sort of the Disney version, you know, the family making the funny jokes and all that. Oh, the fat guy, the the, the fat dad is making funny jokes. It did sort of have a Disney feel to it, um, which WWE loves, and now they're with Fox, which is basically Disney, so, you know, that we're coming up in October, they will be. But, um, yeah. Definitely a movie, like I said, it, it, it is worth watching. I, I'm glad I watched it. We had talked about doing this when the movie first came out. But I really didn't want to go sit through this movie at the movie theater. I'm kind of glad I didn't. But, um, you know, definitely a movie worth watching. I hope everybody goes out and checks it out. And uh, on that note, what do you got? You got anything else, Anthony, or should we wrap this bitch up? To wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up. It's fucking late, longer than I wanted to go. But uh, don't forget, you can check out me and Shaheen coming up Wednesday. Or I'm actually, I'm not sure if Shaheen's going to be on the show. Wild card show coming up Wednesday. We'll see who's on. Yeah, uh, I will definitely maybe be Cor- there. maybe maybe Corbin, maybe Baron Corbin. Yeah, that'd be a great show. So uh, you will definitely hear me at least uh, Wednesday night, nine thirty p.m. Eastern time, right here on Mixer.com/slash/thdpodcast. Uh, don't forget to check out Shaheen at NuclearHeatGraphics.com always. Uh, if you don't see it there, he'll definitely make it for you. And uh, we will see you guys. Not- oh, real oh, quick. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Real quick. Uh, front to the show. Unaf- um, fuck, fuck, fuck it. Official third chair of the show, Bobby Anthem, has a new show. Mm-hmm. So, in, search of, in Search of My Lost Soul, it's available on the Get in the Corner Mixer chat. All right. Uh already the first episode is on their feed you can find it on itunes stitcher radio wherever you get your podcast and starting next sunday that's when it'll air on a regular basis so next sunday not tomorrow but next sunday right. is when you get episode two so awesome. check that out there you go in addition to uh what's the other one um the inhuman experience also available yes. mixler google play wherever you get your podcast there you go and uh on that note i really gotta fucking take a piss and I'm fucking hungry. So, once again, chat room, appreciate everybody coming in, hanging out with the Hollywood Hangout, especially late at night like this. And uh, we will see y'all in a couple of weeks. Take it easy. Later, bitches. Peace. <laughs>